0: Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode 16 of the I Gotta Ask podcast. My name is Daryl Oliveira. I am the host of this program, and if you're a new listener to the show, uh, this is a podcast where I speak to cool people who I think are doing some pretty cool things. Um, It's not necessarily a music-related podcast, but I've been having some really good uh, luck booking some musical guests, uh, musicians as guests, so um, it's kind of the direction we've been going lately, and and that's totally fine with me because I love talking to those guys. Um, So uh, thank you for tuning in if it's your first time. I really appreciate the support and uh, checking out the show. Uh, And if you're a returning listener, guys, you know I love you and appreciate all the support. Um, so thank you again for being with us. I'm going to keep the intro short and sweet today because the episode is actually a little bit longer than, than most. Um, today's episode is with Mike Kinsella, otherwise known as Mike Murder, of the fantastic punk band Murderland. Uh, Mike is the singer and frontman of that band, and I've been obsessed with them lately. I've been listening to all of their albums and EPs, like on repeat. Uh, they're very high energy, obviously. They're a punk band, but they also have a bit of a comedic element to their lyrics, and some of the songs are poppy, and others are a little bit more metallic. And uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan of the band. So when I reached out to Mike and asked him to be on the show, I was absolutely thrilled when he agreed. I couldn't believe it. And uh, we hit it off famously. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, including the band's history, uh, some of the uh, more, I'll put this in air quotes, interesting (laughs) industries that Mike has worked in uh, day job wise. We played a little game of Would You Rather with some of Mike's lyrics and a whole lot more. So um, stick around. I hope you enjoy the episode. And before we get started, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do at the top of the show. I'm going to play a track for you guys. This is a Murderland song. It's the title track off their latest EP, Splitsville. Uh, It's one of my favorite tracks, and I think you guys are really going to like it. Uh, And then after that, we're going to play the intro music to the podcast and get right into the conversation. So hopefully you like what you hear. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe any way that you can uh, across all the various platforms. And uh, here we go. Here's Splitsville by Murderland
1: sure the lucky ones who can take it or leave it but then there are the ones who can take it and can't leave it either what i'm trying to say is i'm not a drinker i'm a drunk
2: This is Mike Murder, and you are listening to the I Gotta Ask podcast.
0: Careful. before we start i just want to ask you one question that's because i will forget to ask you this because i didn't write it down who is this guy yeah. in the splitsville video eating the burger why does he look so
2: familiar <laughs> okay that guy he is an actor like he has been in some things i okay. honestly couldn't couldn't tell you what what he's in but he was um the guy that directed the video who's actually my writing partner uh in real life uh it worked for uh for e for a long time worked on the soup if you remember the soup yeah,
1: absolutely um
2: uh, for uh, formerly talk soup if you remember that far yep, back i do the, yes i do into the, into the ether but um but he knew him through that and he was like i think he did some some like he did acted on the soup a few times and he's just like a random he looks so fucking familiar like yeah i mean he's probably you've probably seen him in like a commercial or something you know what i mean like yeah, I, yeah. I that's what i would guess mm-hmm. um because I think he has done national commercials and uh, hmm. things like that that probably made it to Canada. But um, yeah, that guy—he was cool. Like he was—that's <laughs> a funny story actually. Like the the that video, because that was the whole idea. Is my my writing partner was at an actual show, at that venue, and the the promoter, uh, the infamous hairy jerk face, was uh, sitting. Sit, just sitting in that exact spot, it was like a packed house. It wasn't empty like that, but it, he was just sitting in that exact spot, like right by the <laughs> stage, and just eating a burger and like not paying attention to the show or like anything that was going on, and just like completely just like tuning out the world, and eating this burger. And my and and damn, my writing partner was just like, "That's the fucking funniest thing," and uh, and then like came up with the, he came up with that idea or just based on that. And then we wanted to get Harry, but Harry, like, wasn't available. like <laughs> we, So he had to get, we had to get a real actor. He couldn't get the the person, so we had to hire an actor. But, um, and then the uh, also, like, the Redwood, that where we shot it was, they make a really good burger, but their their kitchen wasn't open when we shot. We shot it really, really early in the morning. <laughs> and uh, so we had to go to Carl's Jr. I had to, like, walk to Carl's Jr. <laughs> in, in Skid Row and, Holy like, dodge, dodge hobos and, like, bring back a much inferior burger. So he's just eating, like, a, famous star which i don't know if you guys have carl's <laughs> jr if it's Hardee's up there if we, we even have that. we had but. both at one
0: time there's oh one wow in the neighboring that's city wild. right next door to me and uh, i can't remember if it was a uh, what's the one that's got the star do they both have the star that's i
2: don't know actually i've never been to a hardy's uh i think uh, Carl jr definitely has the star yeah i think we have a, but, think um, it's a
1: hardy's i'm pretty sure
2: yeah carl's i love carl's jr it's so good but it's also like Infamously, like Carl Carter was this like right wing, you know, oh, <laughs> like <really? laughs> Republican like hero. And oh so no all, shit! But, yeah, like growing up, my mom would be like, "We can't eat a Carl's Jr. because like <laughs> they're like love Ronald Reagan or whatever." And I was like, "I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that means." But uh and now, like, I feel bad about it. but I'll still eat it because it's fucking good, man. The double Western bacon cheeseburger, get I, out of town.
0: Fast food is uh, it's got a <laughs> fucking grip on everybody, man. You can't, uh, you can't escape good, it. It's
2: good, man i love it it's killing me slowly but I
0: love oh it. fuck yeah tell me about it i'm diabetic like Polly, so i'm you know oh shit really yeah everything i eat that's is crazy like, i'm just always thinking like how is this gonna oh yeah. kill me in five years or whatever right so
2: i know we're always doing that math and that's the thing i try to i try to do i try to be in solidarity with her and not eat too much crap <laughs> it's hard though man you gotta but, win, yeah. right? but, it's true. You gotta do?
0: it's true anyway Let's get started, man. I, th- I think we're we're to a roll here. I'm, yeah, I, I might edit that in. I might leave that story. That's,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's cool, man. <laughs> kind of <a>, like that. <laughs> that's a fun story. I, yeah, that video is, is fun. It's, a, <laughs> well, it's like depressing, but
1: no,
0: it's great, man. It's <laughs> fucking, honestly that was the first kind of thing I saw, and I was like, holy shit! I th- like I, I had heard about Murderland. Like full disclosure, I was a bomb <laughs> Pops fan first, right? Obviously, that's yeah. kind of how. That's I'm a lot
2: it. of the way. That's a lot of the way a lot of people, you know, well, find I mean, Murderland. If you're days. not
0: in. That world, like if you're not in California or like you don't, we don't see you play shows. Like, I don't even know if you guys have ever been. Have you guys ever played in Canada?
2: We have not, no.
0: Yeah, so no,
2: we, they won't let us in.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we could swing something,
2: we're polite <laughs> enough to let like you in. Yeah, that's <laughs> but uh, that
0: was the first kind of thing. Like, when, when Pauly posted, like in, you know, and I saw your your name, like your Instagram handle, like Mr. Murder, and I'm and but I didn't ever associate it with a band or anything. And then I started
2: diving, yeah, through. I feel like people just think I'm a big um, like AFI fan. Yeah, like a whole I mean like fuck I don't know like because like, Miss Murder, you know, they're like, oh, this guy's yeah. Mr. Murder. Okay, I get it. Like, right. You know, but that was that wasn't it at all. But I do like AFI. But...
0: And then I got chatting with Josh uh because oh, well, I wanted to get Evan, him on the show. Haven't help you. <laughs> and uh and then I
2: realized that's that, gonna that, J- having Josh, you could quote cool, you could put this in. Having Josh on a podcast is hilarious because Josh, like won't talk you know like he's like he's like yeah it's like the whole podcast would just be like you ask him a question and then it's just a prolonged bong rip well that makes a
0: lot of sense because I've been trying to get him for like a month now and he keeps saying yeah let's do it and then not replying to messages and then getting stoned and
2: like not yeah
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's yeah I feel like he's hesitant but when I started diving into his you know background and what's going on in his career I realized that you know Murderland is is a band that he's in and you're in that band I'm like what the fuck so I yeah. And, you know, I started diving into it and all of a sudden like I'm going to try not to out cuz I'm, hu- I'm a huge I'm a huge <laughs> fucking fan now, you know. Well, thank
2: you, man. That's that means a lot. That's awesome. Um and yeah, it's a weird web of weirdness, right? Like J- J- the Bomb Pops literally stole Josh from Murderland. That's what happened. Yeah. And in, and uh, <laughs> no with our blessing, you know, of course. Of it course. Was a, yeah, of course. It wasn't like a it wasn't a hostile takeover or anything. Yeah. It wasn't like a, in the night, which does happen like there are like, hostile, like, drummer jackings in oh, the I'm punk sure. scene. Like, I'm not sure. so much, like, in the anymore, I think, it like, in, like, when, when we're, old now, now that we're adults and stuff. But, like, I remember it, like, in the early days, like, there was, like, when there was a good drummer, like, all the bands wanted that drummer. And then they'd, like, try to poach him from whatever, him or her from whatever band. Oh, yeah, of We're currently playing with it. Like, they didn't have these drummers playing with all these bands. And that's, I mean, that's Josh, too. And this isn't even the, the time, you know, this isn't, he hasn't even been, he's been in more bands. Mm-hmm. concurrently than he is now <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like like i think there was a time when he played in like i think you asked this question thing but it was like he was in like four of the bands that were on a bill once like it was Holy like shit. he just, i think three or four i think maybe he was like not in one of them and he got a break but like it was like he was in almost all the bands and he's like a dummy so like he'll be like yo he's like it's no problem you know and then <laughs> and then uh uh, so this, is gonna be, this whole thing is gonna be slandering. <laughs> 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 um, There's no way he's gonna
0: do it now. He's gonna be like, "Fuck that show." <laughs> no, he's gonna
2: have to do it now so he can fire back. That's right. the thing. I'm setting him up, right. but uh, <laughs> he's gonna have to come at me um, and get set the record straight, so to speak.
0: But uh, let's uh, let's get rolling here for real, man. I, I, yeah, I want to yeah. get right into all this stuff because it's clearly we're on we're already on a, <laughs> on a pretty good fucking roll here. So yeah, let's, man. We might as well start. Um, so anyway, why don't you tell everyone who you are, Mike and and where what band you're in?
2: All right, well, I, my name's Mike uh, Kinsella, aka Mike Murder. Um, not as scary as it sounds. <laughs> uh, my band is Murderland uh, to go with the name. And I actually once had someone ask me if I named my band Murderland just so I could have a cool alliterative stage name. And no, that's not. I they can't, it was like as dumb as it is. I didn't even think about that. Like if, when I when we did Murderland as the name of a band, I just then I was like, oh, okay, cool, Mike Murder. There you go. Yeah, you know? sounds <laughs> like, good, man. It's a fucking. You good have job. to have, you know, yeah. And it was at a time in my life when I was very much in the like, oh well, you have to have like a goofy stage name like to be in a band like you can't you can't just use your real name like that's super fucking lame it feels like you're taking yourself too seriously maybe you know yeah absolutely and uh, yeah we were very theatrical at the time but we can get into that but uh (laughs) yeah that was so yeah murderland that's the band um like disneyland but with murder
0: gotcha is that was (laughs) that really like what the the, it kind of it was actually
2: like like so like in if you guys are familiar if anybody is familiar with the x-men mythos um and like the villain arcade created the uh uh, uh, murder world was his right murder world was the uh, like evil theme park that he would trap trap x-men in or whatever it's like an obscure x-men reference and like but i always liked that and i like the idea of like a, a a malevolent theme park you know like a um you know, just sort of like the like 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 a like not necessarily like a death trap theme park, but just something that's like sinister. You know, like yeah. There's something sinister about theme parks anyway? And um, and like so, I like that. And then I also like Murderland because it kind of has the t- like to me, it always sounded like a uh, <clears throat> like a term for like I don't know Chicago in the nineteen twenties or something like like you know Murderland USA, you know, kind of a thing <laughs> like that. They would say something like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just liked it. It worked. I felt like it worked on multiple levels. But that's it's The X Men was like, honestly, sort of the. It was like Murder World, but like, well, we can't really use Murder World because they did that already. Right. Yeah, Murder Land. There you go. It must have been more comic
0: <laughs> comic based, though, because I remember watching all the cartoons and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember Murder yeah, World. Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't think Murder World like made it into many things other than yeah. the comics. Like I said, it's pretty obscure. Like, even Arcade, the characters are pretty like obscure. Then. Yeah. But
0: had the arcade like like action like uh playing not playing card but like those
2: oh like baseball cards cards? yeah 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 like uh x-men cards yeah my uncle he's a huge
0: like collector he gave me a stack like this of like x-men or or i think it was all like
2: um there's marvel Marvel, they had different ones there's like marvel universe and then there was like but the x-men like i don't know it's like 1993 i want to say and it was like X-Men uh series one Jim Lee did all of them. Like it was like that was because it used to be kind of a grab bag we'd be like this artist did this one, this artist yeah. did this one. Yeah, but he like like Jim Lee at the time, super everybody wanted to be Jim Lee. You know what I mean? It was like right yeah. before like image comics, all that stuff, and uh yeah, so that was but that was my most coveted set. And I think there was an arcade card in that one, and that was dope. Yeah, they're <laughs> all <laughs> dope, man. All those
0: were fucking awesome. Like, I loved all that shit when I was a kid. I wasn't a comic, comic oh, yeah. collector myself. But my uncle was like, he's an artist and, and uh, was a collector at the time. And like, man, some of the shit in those books, like it, you know, it's pretty graphic. Like they're, they're not for kids. <laughs>
2: <You know laughs> there are mean? some pretty, there's some yeah. pretty not. I mean, that was in the nineties too. And like, sort of, they were coming out of the, yeah. the comics code, like the, the sort of, you know, fascism of the comics code, like, like a, there's different comic publishers willing to kind of. Not have that, so yeah, like Image Comics came out and was doing like Spawn. I was really into Spawn yeah. when it first yeah. came out, and like, oh, yeah, that was very that's it, Todd mcfarland your uh, your countryman there, yeah, but absolutely. uh, <laughs> but he's the fellow Can- Canadian, but uh, shit so he, but good, but yeah, I mean, Spawn is great, Spawn's a really cool, cool idea, anyways, for a comic, but uh, but I remember that like being blown away, like as a kid, and there's like people getting their hearts ripped out and whatever, you know, yeah. and just be like, this. This ain't Spider Man, you know. No, definitely (laughs) not.
0: Yeah, it was so so vastly different, but so like so like I don't want to say cutting edge, but like it was so good for the time. You know what I mean? Like,
2: and that shit warped my brain, and that's why I started.
0: (laughs) How have uh, How have you guys been during the pandemic down there, man? I you know I ask everybody that at the start that's not around here because I mean, and the people that are from around here, I ask them how they're doing as well. But you know, Canada is now in worse shape for sure than the states.
2: Yeah, so, that's crazy. I didn't I wasn't aware of that. Yeah,
0: we're I mean um, Ontario in general is really bad. But how has California been like recently? Like have you guys been starting to come out of the, the lockdown? Yeah.
2: It's been pretty mellow. Like, I mean, it's like, that's like funny. Like it's, that's very California. thing. It's been pretty mellow, man. The the pandemic's really like been pretty mellow. Um, no, it's like, it's actually was pretty gnarly for a while to be even more California about, but, uh, but it's, it's mellowed out quite a bit in the last few, I'd say like weeks actually, you know? Um, and I think, you know, it was pretty crazy for a while there, like the number, like a, at least, according to the news, and I'm again, I'm not trying to get like weird or political or anything no, about any no, of no, this. No, no. I don't think that I honestly don't think there's anything political about no about a pandemic. I don't think that it should be at all. You're right. And there's nothing, but 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 people do take it that way. But uh, so don't just anything I'm saying is not. Please don't take it that way. Um, but like you know, the news stories and stuff were very, like, very um, apocalyptic for a while. You know, oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. like it was. You know, they had one that was L.A. has lifted a uh, long standing air quality mandate um, to allow crematoriums to operate at like quadruple capacity or something like it was just like crazy, ghoulish shit like that. Right. And uh, and just, you know, talking about hospitals that are, you know, spilling out into the streets with their dead bodies and all this stuff. and even never in LA was like driving around LA that was never like really reflected. I mean, uh, so you know, take that as what you will. But now it's it's very much like even the news stories were like, oh, everything's great and coronavirus is basically gone. It's like they've totally changed the, the narrative, you know. So like, and it, I mean, it, it, it's it's very uh, like they're opening everything back up now, and uh, still, of course, you know, mask mandates are in effect. Um, and I still don't, you know, I think it's too early to, like, go full bore back to, like, everything. I think it's, like, I, I'm not in any hurry to go sit in a crowded restaurant um, yeah. myself, but, you know, but people are out there doing it. And at this point, like, I'm not begrudging anyone for living their life right. however they want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're following whatever the mandates are, as long I mean, not that, again, not that that's, like, what you should do, I don't know. Fuck it. I, I, like, the government's handled this also poorly on a on a yeah. federal and state level. Yeah. That it's sort of like you can't like it's just like everybody's kind of like, just do your part. And it's like, okay, yeah, like do your part. But like, it can't be on a, it can't be down to like every person. You know what no. I mean? Like everybody's got to fucking live their life and yeah, <laughs> to, to do your thing. You know. So, so yeah. Every I think it, we've been we've been good. I mean, we've been very very safe. And obviously, poly being a diabetic, as you know. That's, <clears throat> you know, puts us in much of a scarier, oh, yeah. more precarious situation oh, yeah. than, than if, you know, if otherwise. So we were obviously very, very careful throughout the entire thing and continue to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but but at the same time, you know, we go out and we do what we need to do. And, yeah. and we go to the grocery store and we wear masks and we do what we got to do. So, you know, um, but we've I mean, I, you know, I work in an industry, luckily, that I didn't I could work from home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, the school, the schooling with Adler has been an, uh, a bit of a challenge, but I can you know, imagine he's taken it in stride and, um, and uh, you know, we've, we've done all right. So Good. Cons- all things considered.
0: Yeah. I mean, the big thing is like keeping yourselves safe. Right. And that's what I, that's what I talk about with everyone. Like everyone's got different opinions and that's fine, man. Like I understand it. As long as you understand that we are in a global pandemic and we have to work together, you know what I mean? But there are. Yeah, exactly. Just like, the, Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, at the end of the day, like, just give a shit about other people, yes. right? Like, just yes. give a shit about the people in your community and, and you. everywhere. But but that's that's what it comes down to. And like, so you know what I mean? Like, if you feel a certain way, that's great. But just do it by yourself if you don't endanger others, and, you know,
0: exactly. <laughs> like, man. exactly. You know, I'm right with you on that. You, you hit the nail right yeah. on the head there. Like, you have to think about how other people feel going through this thing. It's not all about fucking how you feel.
1: Oh, exactly.
2: Yeah. And I mean, and again, it's not political. It's not about fucking no. personal freedoms and all these things. It's no. about like doing what's right for the community, <laughs> you know, like honestly, 100%. that's how I, that's how I feel about it.
1: So. 100%, man. I'm
0: <laughs> fucking right there with you. Yeah. Speaking of Adler, man, that kid, I know I sent you some notes ahead of time. So you're a little bit, you should be a little bit prepared for this. that kid is fucking hilarious, man. Like yeah, some of the stuff you guys got going on with the odd duck family, like, like <laughs> Bebs with
2: Beverly, I think it is. Oh man. That yeah. Shit that's right. Yeah, Beverly is a character that Adler like created. He got a hold of a wig one day and just um, <laughs> got it, got got he yeah. So he just created, and I mean, to be honest, I think Beverly is like, um, you know, loosely based on, you know, I don't know, like his every like uh, women in Adler's life. I mean, Polly to some degree, yeah. but also his grandmothers and stuff. But, right, but um, but you know, and 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 just. It's just funny. He kind of ran with it. It's just funny that he added that like New York accent, and then he yeah, he's kind of got this like Southern sass <laughs> weird thing going on. I don't know what it is exactly, is it southern but yeah, it's or very, is like, it like like, like East Coast? I can't. I'm tell. not sure. It's like I don't think he, it's just kind of a it's a weird hybrid. It also changes a bit from time to time. Like sometimes I have to be like, okay, like Beverly's totally a different character now. <laughs> you know, like to like hone it in a little bit, but uh, but no, like like Beverly's great, and Adler is wild, and his yeah. imagination is. It's crazy, and um yeah, I mean, all the stuff on the Odd Tech Family YouTube. If anybody wants to check that out, it's all, again, it, we just do it kind of as as a gag, like yeah. we do it for fun. But
0: but it's great um, though; it's fun, something fun to do with him. You know, keeps him keeps him entertained and engaged and.
2: Yeah, well absolutely. And I did that same stuff as a kid. It's just there was no like it was just me like forcing my poor family to watch it.
1: Yeah. You know, like yeah, totally. and not
2: like instead of letting, you know, people watch it on the internet yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but it was, you know, we would make stupid videos. Or even before that, like it was just me and my friends like, hey, let's do it, put on a play or whatever, you know, can yeah. then you make your parents watch it or and that's uh terrible. And don't do that to your parents' kids. But <laughs> But now they have YouTube and all this, so you can just force the world to watch it. It's great. Or you don't have to force it, but you know, you're out there. You can put it for, out there. for yeah. it's out there for the sick <laughs> freaks who like that sort of thing. Um, and that's you know, yeah, he comes up with all this shit, the werewolf on the bus and and um Werewolf all on that. the
0: bus was so good, man. Like and it was that his idea and then you guys Yeah, yeah, that one.
2: was absolutely his it was idea. fucking great, and, man. And then we helped to, you know, we helped to write the song or whatever, but yeah. it's but uh and then it was funny because that was right, that was right when the pandemic when the quarantine started. And so we we're like, you know, like if we had this whole plan to do like, oh, we'll go, we'll get the shot of the school, the real school bus and stuff. But then, like, of course, like there was those school buses all of a sudden. So we had to like use the model school bus and like do the force <laughs> perspective, which is pretty stupid, but it's it's funny, like it, it adds fun, Yeah, like, like goofiness to it. But yeah, no, it's super fun. And we've tried to get into like the video game streaming stuff a bit and do some of that which is again I love video games and they're mm-hmm. like my favorite thing but I don't understand like I'm so out of touch with like the like modern like streaming world and stuff oh, like I'm that. such an old man when it comes to this like I'm like I video games are meant to be played alone and uh or with your friend there on the couch <laughs> like, like beside don't be, you. you know like yeah like <laughs> like and you just pass it back and forth or whatever like you know you know none of this is garbage you don't have to be playing online all the time but anyway I'm an like old man about it but um but but he loves it, you know, and so we we like, it's fun to get on the on the thing and stream. We're actually going to, we want to start a new series where, I don't know if you've played um, or have heard of uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. I've heard end. of it,
0: but I don't play any but of that stuff. It's
2: like a super epic RPG from yeah. Larian, and it's like, it's like a hundred plus hour RPG. <laughs> and like, I'm, like, I'm like, let's do it. It's because you can play a two-player local, which is super cool. Like that's, again, any game you can play on the couch. Yeah co-op I think is so cool because it's like a dying thing like yeah. it's like they like nowadays like there's so many games that are co-op games but you have to play it online and it's like so I have to get like another fucking system and have my kid play it on a different tv to like play with my kid yeah. <laughs> you know what I know I, mean? I know but it's annoying but so like when there are games like that like we want to kind of do things with them so yeah we're going to try to do divinity 2 original sin we'll see how far we get into it I don't know yeah um, it's not, you know, generally a game for eight-year-olds, but I think Adler can hang.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's we mature get, enough to handle that. We can get there. Plus, that'll
2: be part of the funniness of it, right? It's like yeah. an eight-year-old dealing with a game that's <laughs> not aimed at them. Yeah,
0: no, totally. Well, you're certainly, I mean, you're certainly, like, raising a very well-rounded kid. I mean, between the music and, like, all the all the Odd Duck family stuff, like, it's it's fun to watch you guys parent because I see Thanks, a lot man. a lot of people are just I mean, you're a product of your environment, right? So if you're raised by cool people, you're probably going to end up to be a pretty cool person. Then you have those other people that are raised by not so cool people and realize <laughs> the error of their parents' ways and become cool people. But it's it's fun to watch you guys watching him get him like get his feet to hit the ground running. You know what I mean? And that is like kind
2: of that. Way. You make a good point, and and I think of this often, and Paul and I sometimes discuss this, and it's like, and this is it. This is not something that we like came up with, but like you know, the idea of like a kid becoming cool by rebelling against their lame parents yeah and like are you setting your kid up for failure by being too cool as a parent <laughs> you know and it's like and i mean like, like it's a bit of a joke but it, there's like some truth to it right there's some like sort of like because like again I, my mom like i i was raised by my mom and like she was very cool but she was also not like on my wavelength like there you know what i mean like she was a much stricter and and more like square or whatever than like we are as parents and like so there was a degree of like fun of like whatever mom like i'm gonna go listen to music (laughs) crazy and you know and a bit of like shot and it's like without it's like i think you know it's harder to like shock us and and therefore i don't know if that makes it you know does that just turn them into a raging psychopath or does that turn them into like somebody who just doesn't care about that and therefore is like less interesting i don't know you know i I honestly don't know these are just like all things you think about as a parent but mostly you just mostly you just like let it rip and just see what happens but uh it's all you can really do but um but yeah i mean it definitely i've definitely thought of all that stuff you know it's kind of like oh like are you making you know like because then there's like fun like and this is so dumb but like is it like I'm like is he gonna miss like the fun of sneaking around behind his parents back because he like doesn't really oh, yeah. have to you know what I mean like and I'm like because that is fun to some degree there's like a like at least I, I've had fun you know a little bit not that I got into any like serious like trouble with the law or anything but like you know just sneaking around doing yeah. things you know you're getting trouble for yeah being you know sneaking your parents booze or whatever it is you know what I mean like like stupid things you do as a kid, not yeah. as an eight year old, but like, no, you know, of course that, not. But, yeah. but like, you know, and later on. And I just think that, that does like, I don't know. There's, I have good memories associated, even though they're like, you know, they're like <laughs> at the time you're like, Oh shit, I'm going to get in trouble or whatever. It's like, you know, I have thinking back, I'm like, oh, that was fun. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, like, it is
0: man. Not that, that stuff is fun. But I was, I, you know, I grew up with like, I, I found punk, I, when I realized what punk actually was, was in, like, kind of, like, in my early high school years, right? I, I just always thought it was, like... I knew I liked punk bands, but I just thought it was rock and roll, right? And then...
2: Man, you were right.
0: Yeah, and then... Yeah. I, I met <laughs> these the guys the that day. were punks, because that was when punk was... break Like, all the pop punk stuff was breaking, you know? Like, Blink was on the radio and on fucking, oh, fucking yeah, movies yeah. and shit. And, and then I met these kids that were, you know, quote-unquote punks, and they were they were, like, the bad kids, right? And not really, like fuck the town i grew up in it's you, there's there are no real bad kids i don't think but
2: uh you know we, well, for we sure, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, exactly you like know? they just not do it you know just yeah. delinquents right like, yeah but they're like low level delinquent
0: yeah exactly <laughs> and there were kids that were that their parents knew everything they were fucking doing they were giving them booze you know what i mean like oh yeah my, my exactly. wife's sister her her their father used to give her bottles of his homemade like apple wine
2: like here, go. Drink I mean, that's kind of dope. Like, yeah. they're take, drink the moonshine. Like, watch out. Yeah. Don't go blind now. Don't drink. Don't drink it too fast. But know? at the same time, it's like <laughs>
0: it's like you're saying. Like, do you feel like you're you're missing out? It, it was kind of weird for her dad to give us booze and be like, here, go have fun. But you know, it seemed. Yeah, bad. we had friends like that too.
2: Like, we had we had friends that would like that was just it. Like, yeah. they would like their parents would like buy booze and then be like, okay, we'll be upstairs. Like, let yeah. us know if anybody gets alcohol poisoning. You know, it's like yeah. And it was like, first of all, I just, nowadays, it's just that no one would do that for fear of like lawsuits. Of course. Yeah. And like, because of just craziness. But like at the, yeah, at the time, it's like, you know, nowadays that would be all over social media. People would be like this this party you know with the parents there you know it'd be a scandal right but at the time it was not but it was but i did think it was wild i was like this is not right you know like this is like parents shouldn't be just doing this This it's like not like i wasn't down on the parents but i was just like i'm glad my mom doesn't like (laughs) buy me booze yeah so you know like i like i'm glad my mom makes me work a little bit harder for it you know what i mean so like that was like like, that was, uh, but we were, at at the same time, we were glad that there was a sanctuary where we could go and and, and drink and, like, not, yeah. about, you know, because it was, like, a safe space or whatever, exactly. you know, you were, like, okay, and if somebody does get alcohol poisoning, that never happened, thankfully, but, like, if somebody did, like, it was, like, we would have some adults to, like, help us get through the crisis, oh, you know? Oh, for sure, for sure. Which man. is, again, nowadays, it'd be, like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I wasn't seen with those children, you know? Like, yeah, man. Okay, man. <laughs> like, can you totally, man.
0: imagine nowadays getting caught doing that, like. Fuck, they threw oh, the
2: book man. Here, you know oh you'd be canceled in, in a moment in a second um, in a second yeah. but um, uh yeah that's that's wild but yeah parenting is a trip man and like that's that's the thing it's always that and i'm all i'm constantly filtering it through my my experience as a youth you know mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. thinking about that because i did i've been mean, like i generally had a pretty good one but there was of course things that you're like eh, i could have used some improvement you know so i you know you try and that's all you try to do right like that's what the old adage says you try to like just do better than your parents did or whatever. Yeah, right. Totally you know, like, like, like fix the mistakes that you're, and so, and I mean, I like, I my mom did a great job, bang up job, huh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, and so like, I don't, there's not a ton of room for improvement, but of course, you know, you always, yeah. Think there is, so.
0: How strict was she growing up? Like, like for example, my parents were fucking strict as all hell. Like I couldn't even, they wouldn't even let me drive with people. They were so terrified that somebody would <laughs> drive me around and get me into a car accident that I had to walk around the corner and jump into like, oh, my friend's man. car. See, but and that's
2: that and that's part, and that was probably, got a little thrill out of that, right? You're yeah, like, you're always, go. but it also kind of felt. Hey, okay, mom, go into the corner. You know, yeah, but it also kind car. of felt weird, because you're like,
0: fuck, I just want to go jump. I want my friend to come like, in
2: the driveway. Like, shouldn't be a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, totally. I don't know. My mom was not that strict. Uh, you know, she was a single mom and, uh, and a, you know, and everything. And, and, like, so, and it was the 80s. And uh, so, like she, she kind of fell in. There was a bit early on. She fell in with the, like the satanic panic stuff, and I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with all that. But like I, like it took uh, took me. I really had to wear her down to like get let her let me play Dungeons and Dragons. No like, shit. And like and like listen to Iron Maiden because she was very like she wasn't like fully into it, but she like she'd heard enough things, and she was just at that right age. She was like a young single mom. All, you know and just the things that she heard she was just very into that so like all the stuff about you know satanism and cults and she was a little bit wary of but like eventually like she realized that like you know that was all like yeah. hogwash it's a little
1: hysteria and, there, right
2: and then yeah. like i was became and then she just like the floodgates open and it's like okay just go and then she like you realized you're like like mom like this is not satanic this is just Deeply nerdy shit, <laughs> you know, like even like Iron Maiden. I'm like, read the lyrics, it's all about like World War II, like you yeah. know, or whatever. It's like, like it's so dumb. Like, people that are like, oh, it's satanic, like, no, these are just fucking nerds, you know, like, and that's all I was. Like, mom, I even was just kiss, a nerd. Like, you remember people made oh, yeah. me such
0: a big stink about Kiss? I'm, and I remember growing up thinking, because I remember somebody told me it's called, it stands for Knights in Satan's Service. And then I Yeah, to that's and I'm a like, classic like, what myth. What the fuck but... is this shit? This isn't like satanic. Kiss
2: is fucking disco. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, Kiss is. Hilarious! It's like Kiss is literally that is what it is though. It's nerds like being cool, like yeah. pretending to be cool, and so they're like have to put on makeup and put on this big <laughs> disco show to like be cool. And they were fucking cool, yeah. you know. What I mean, like yeah. people bought it, right? People were like, "Oh, they're fucking sweet," you know, like <laughs> like all like ladies wanted to bang them and stuff. So like oh, sure, yeah. you know, I mean, like. Like, I, uh, I, that's totally kiss. kiss is like, again, just nerds going like a different direction, totally. you know, than like, than, than something like Iron Maiden or like, you know, and Kiss is much more like, we're gonna fucking show, show the world that we're actually are cool. Yeah. Right? Oh, but totally. In the most cartoonish way possible. But cartoonish
0: totally way. Yeah. Like, I never understood the makeup until I was older. And then I was like, okay, I, I kind of hmm. get it. It's a stage character, right? But, but when I was a kid, I was like, why do these guys wear makeup? Why don't they just fucking play awesome music? Cause I liked the music. I thought it was cool when I was a kid, but like,
2: you know you well, kind yeah, of hear you hear kiss and you're like like i remember as a kid thinking like that the image didn't really like match up yeah with like because you because you see kiss and you're like oh i think they look like you know a black metal band <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. not that I, I didn't know what black metal was at the time but like you know what i mean like i, I know what you but mean. like you see them and they look kind of scary and yeah. i mean especially obviously gene simmons with his <laughs> you know demon makeup and shit and they have like their weird instruments and their big cosplay shoulder pads and shit yeah. and you're yeah. like and then they're playing like goofy disco yeah. pop songs. You know, <laughs> they're like, I want to rock and roll all night. And like, and I'm like, but I liked it. Like, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like a cool juxtaposition. But I was like, it's weird. I don't understand the, like, it seems, I was like, this seems wrong as a kid, you know, I was like, this seems like they mixed match the wrong fit look with the wrong sound. Right. Like kids should sound scary and yeah. they don't, they sound like goofy and fun. Yeah. So great. like, they're like a dance band. So like, you know, and, you know, but I guess, you know, that's funny that you, that's a funny kind of a transition because that's like when, when we started Murderland, uh, it was a bit of that, right? Like, when we started, I don't know how familiar, like how deeply you like delved into the archives or the. the I, I've lore. only just
0: read the stuff that's on Bandcamp and some bios, and I came across a couple of articles about you guys, but I, I really don't know a ton about the band. Like you, we were talking about merch yesterday, and you said, "Oh, Tony handles the merch." I don't even know which which member Tony is. Like I know you and Josh, but I don't know who. Yeah, the other Tony. Guys
2: are. Well, Tony's actually not. He's a he's a construct that we talk about as if he was a person. No, I'm just kidding. He's the guitar <laughs> player. He's a he's the lead guitarist. Um, but like yeah, I mean there and they're, there's a. Bit of a murderland is a bit of a revolving door you know like i mean again because mm-hmm. we have so many people that have been in other projects and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. And like like all our guitarists have been replaced is that right or not replaced but you know have been swapped out right, <laughs> right momentarily right. for at one time or another but uh but yeah when we when we started um yeah is like i guess you could say is more of like a collective at this point uh, it's a thing that refuses to die even though i've tried to kill it several times <laughs> um but but like for some reason, they, the rest of the world wants it to stay alive. So that, I guess I'll. I, I got keep continue. it running. You got to keep I'll it running. continue to acquiesce. But um, yeah, I mean, when we started, it was very much um, like we wore like makeup and blood. Oh and really? Shit. And oh yeah, it was like we had a whole stage show and uh, not, but not like I shouldn't say stage show. It wasn't <laughs> like show. it wasn't like guar or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, you know, like we would like, we had a persona and it was very silly and over the top. And it was like, um, the whole idea was always to kind of combine a more like traditional pop punk sound, like a screeching weasel kind of derived, uh, you know, pop punk sound with like the Misfits, you know, energy. <laughs> and like and, and so like that was why, again, we were like, oh, it's fun to like put on Halloween face paint and be... Ghoulish and make dead baby jokes and whatever, you know. Like (laughs) so, that was like, and that so like early on, that was very much our like. We were much more of like a, we had like a character, Mm -hmm. right? You know that we all like we sort of portrayed like a like a persona on stage that was different and a bit more cartoonish and stuff. But the what I always liked was and sort of like Kiss was like that, like but in the almost I guess the like I guess it's not like Kiss, but in the same way that you're like oh these guys have like. Like that, like dressed like skate tr- skater trash, but then they have like blood coming out of their eyes mm-hmm. and mouths. Like that's a weird thing. And then they like play these songs that are like poppy and upbeat, but they're about like, m- like, freaking gross things. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like so, and that's and so that was sort of like the idea at first was to kind of like just throw people off, like in every way possible, with like, with like these different like you know. The, conflicting ideas it's, right? that certainly <laughs>
0: happened to me so like when i first listened to it the mu- like the pop punk aspect of the music caught me right away because that's that's always been like my love since i was like in high school right and then i hear the lyrics and I like i knew instantly without knowing like i i'm gonna ask you it was the comedic element always in there from the start because as soon as i heard that it was for just sure. like it hit every fucking chord for me and i'm like this is i love this band now because you had the, the gruesome <laughs> funny lyrics with the pop punk shit but then you've got other songs that are like a little bit more metallic and fucking rock you know what i mean like yeah like that's thing. we are all fucking like
2: metal heads at the end of the day so like that's yeah. you know like you're like we're metal heads that really like can't cut it in a metal band so like <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we're like better at playing pop punk so like we uh <laughs> so that's kind of how that worked out like especially again in the early like the, you see like on every murderland album or whatever there's like at least one song where we're pretending like we're a metal band or like that first one we like or the second album we like there's a couple where we're like we really want to be propagandi, <laughs> you know or whatever <laughs> like but not like it's not like the vocals aren't propagandish or whatever but like yeah. the, the song structure it's yeah yeah great. like like all oh, you can tell like we're listening to a lot of like you know potemkin city limits or, mm-hmm. or that, at that particular moment you know um then we got we put a lot of moog on that on that full length too because i noticed of, yeah we're listening to a lot of travoltas at the time i don't know if you're familiar with the swedish band the travoltas i am not um they're a dope pop punk band really um like a sort yeah sort of the, like ramones core but like leaning in the beach boysy kind of direction with like lots of like doo vocal harmonies, and then they and then they have a moog, like they have like a moog player, like it's like they have a dedicate. It's not just yeah. like oh, like they added it. It's like the one of their the band members keys, just like yeah. plays it, yeah. And so we got like obsessed with that that album, uh, "Endless Summer." Is like they're like sort of they have a bazillion albums, so that's like kind of their first their first like good one, and uh, and we got obsessed with it. So we were just like, let's put moog on everything. And I still to this day like love that. I think yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds right. great, I think, man. I think it's fun, and then plus, it's just like we always are fans of like putting weird shit on, you know, like just like trying shit, you know, like sure. and, yeah, yeah, and throwing other instruments of things and, and trying weird things, and and uh we got on the stuff we're recording, we're working on now. We've got a saxophone player. That's, that's everything we brought on board, <laughs> sort of as a full time band member. So, oh, wow. So we'll see what happens with that. but That's yeah. interesting. Can't wait to hear <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Um, But um, but yeah, so all of it is just kind of that. That the humor, the humor has always, of course, been there. That's like yeah, I've. Nothing I've ever done in my life is all that serious, I guess you could say. So, you know, I just think anybody that takes himself too serious. I mean, there's I love there's lots of bands and movies and things that are super serious that I totally love. So I'm I'm not that's not exactly the truth. But like in terms of what I I can't take myself that seriously, I just can't like I just think like as soon as I try, I just like I I judge myself. And I'm like, no, that's (laughs) like you stop. (laughs) Stop it. It
0: gets weird. It has to get weird if you start taking yourself too serious.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, Splitsville or whatever, like the latest Murderland album, which came out, like, fucking five years ago, so, like, at mm-hmm. this point, is, like, that's probably the least goofy that, like, any of the Murderland records are, like, outwardly, but it's still pretty silly. Like, it's still pretty humorous, right?
0: Well, I mean, the title track, Splitsville, and, and uh, I hope to be able to play If you don't mind, I'll play it at the top yeah. of the show for people to hear. Yeah, but, of course, yeah. But, um, yeah. That, song,
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> that song's got everything for me, man. It's got, it's got <laughs> the poppy stuff, the elements, it's got josh being fucking an absolute animal on the drums and then lyrics that yeah, are so gory but also so hilarious at the same time you know like <laughs> yeah, everything like, about, about shitting
2: great. shitting out yeah. your intestines or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, again yeah. like that's the kind of thing it's like like that you know i love that because i that's about as a metalhead you know i mean that's um and there's a song on prelude called mortuary that's yeah, just yeah. I, I listen to that song now and i'm like oh, i can't i sometimes i can't believe that i actually put that song out you know and there's I hear that I, like that like it not and not that not that I'm like, oh well, I'm like I'm I'm like embarrassed by it or anything, okay, but yeah. I'm just like I'm but I'm not like I, I okay, actually good, think yeah. I actually think it should be revisited more often. <laughs> but it's like but I'm just like at like just I can't believe I with the, the nonchalance that I was just like oh yeah <laughs> and that like so many people just signed off on it, you know, so many yeah. people were just like oh yeah, this is good. Like, this is cool. <laughs> People will enjoy this. Like, you know, I'm just like, this song is, and, but, but, but I love that. And like, that was the idea of like, taking literally like something like a cannibal corpse or like carcass, which are like Carcass is like one of my favorite bands ever of all time. And like, probably like a hugely influential band just on me as a person. And, uh, and like, their part of that is their lyrics are just so over the top and like gory and, and just like, like they almost like make up words that like like medical type words that like aren't real but sound real and it just like it's great and and like and they were also the fact that they were all like 18 year old kids in like London or whatever, you know, just like fucking around and like oh, just wow. like looking through medical dictionaries, like making <laughs> this shit up. And it's just awesome. And but so that was like part of the like I just I love the weirdly like specifically like like anatomical shit that Carcass yeah. does. And And like, I wanted to do that, but I was like, but but like, here's the thing is like in metal songs and in Carcass, like you can't really tell what they're singing about unless you really pay attention and like know what Mm -hmm. the lyrics are, because it's all, "Ah, you know, and so your average person isn't going to be like, oh, they said that lyric there. They're just like, oh, it's a crazy metal song. But when you put it in a pop song and you have the lyrics, like the vocals clean and then like you have somebody talking about fucking, you know, I don't know raping corpses with the, you know, and creating new, new holes to (laughs) puncture and stuff. Like that's horrific, terrible shit, you know, but like when you're, when you have it in a pop song, there's, it's like there's something funny about
0: that. Well, that's it. Mean, you yeah. know, you know, it's not serious. So it's funny, <laughs> yeah. right? If, if you go into it, if you were just a, if you weren't a fan of that kind of music and you heard it, it, it would probably fucking mortify you. You know what I mean? But, but for people oh, yeah. that are, that are punk fans and know about the horror punk genre a little bit, like kind of like I did before and. You you understand where it's coming from, and that it's metaphor and comedy,
2: you know, all wrapped up into one into these songs. Well, yeah, like the and then the misfits, are like you know, I mean, the misfits are like that, right? Like, like that's yeah. what's so funny, and I think people like kind of lose sight of like what the misfits were because they've become so like sort of bigger as an idea, right? Then yeah. like it's like the Ramones or anything. It's like these punk bands that have become so monolithic that, like, you kind of forget that they were just a bunch of kids doing stupid shit, yeah. you know? And yeah. it's like, and, like, you know, that Glenn Danzig is like, like, dude, these guys are fucking, like, like nerdy meatheads from fucking Jersey. They're, like, pissed because they probably couldn't get laid. And, like, you know, and it's like, I mean, like, dude, the song Attitude is, like, ridiculous. Like, that song, if you put that, if somebody put that out today, they immediately canceled. Like, so sorry <laughs> to keep using that word, but, like, hey, you know, it's, it's relevant. Just, I know, but like you know what I mean, like that song is like. I mean, and again, like you, 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 everybody who who now listens to that song or covers it or whatever is like doing it very tongue in cheek, right? They're like, oh, this yeah. is very silly and self aware, but like, is it like, or is is it like the the biggest like just like straight up misogynistic Jersey meathead song in the world? You know, <laughs> like, you decide, right? Like, like, yeah, time. yeah, and I mean, I would like to think that like Glenn Danzig like had had a sense of humor about these things because he is also like at the same time, like, you know, writing songs about, uh, like, you know, inseminating children as an alien being and, <laughs> and like, you know, whatever, you know? So like, you know, and collecting the skulls of little girls. So like, you know, there, it's all very, you, you better take it tongue you like, again, yeah. like murder or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like attitude hits a little different, you know what I mean? Cause there isn't like a supernatural <laughs> element. He's just like a douche talking to his, Core girlfriend or whatever you know so like and but what i always thought was like with attitude was that it was like glenn danzig is basically just like this nerdy dude he's like super into like horror and comics and he's like in his mom's basement He's a fucking you Sally, whatever, like I asked her to the prom and she said no. Like she's got a lot of fucking attitude talking <laughs> to me like that. You know, it's like he would never say this to this girl's face, you know, but yeah. like but like he's writing a song about it because he's, yeah. he's super pissed that like yeah. this girl that like turned down or like probably didn't even ask her. You know, he probably like he probably was like, that girl like me, she thinks she's better than me. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like that's good. And then like, you know, sitting like reading fucking, you know, Tales from the Crypt and being like fucking Sally think she's hot <laughs> shit fucking got a lot of attitude that girl you know like you know so that's how i imagine it so it like does make it a little better but it's still like just like you're kind of like like that you could see how somebody could take it in a totally different way like oh, if you yeah. heard that song out of context that didn't real know what it was about you'd be like oh shit like this is really problematic and yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: you know so like so i just think it's like so funny like the, the people lose sight of like the like the, the misfit started is just this kind of goofy like again it was these kids you know like and uh and just thinking about stupid shit and like that it's shocking though and i remember even like when i first discovered the business that was like why we thought it was cool yeah and like you know when we were like 12 or whatever we were like dude you fucking i killed I killed your baby today, like I raped your mother today. Like this song's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. You know, like you know, like like you hear the fucking lyrics of that? Like, that's fucking crazy shit. You know, it's like the first time you hear NWA or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it blows your mind. Yeah. You're like, I didn't think music could be like this, yeah. and I didn't know you could get away with this shit, you know? Yeah. Like, at least that was what it was for me. Like the first time you're we like, fuck the police or something. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you could write songs like this? Like, this this is a song that like made it, you know, like yeah, totally. you know, as a like, Kid, you're just like that. Blows your mind, and same with with the Misfits. Like that was absolutely like where I was at with it, and that's why that's why I fell in love with the Misfits when I was a kid. because sure. it, it was like, and then they have these weirdly like again the juxtaposition of like they're singing about these really fucked up things, but then they have these kind of like doopy doop like you know yeah, like yeah. pop like like mid century pop kind of like meant like uh, sent you know like deals with them like the yeah. songs. So they're very like listenable and yeah. like kind of like you know have this very like uh like positive energy and then again like they got into more of the hardcore stuff later which is cool too in its own right Mm -hmm. but that's a you know a different kind of a vibe yeah and then like horror punk is interesting in the way that it kind of like was born out of that in like in almost like a parody way like it's like horror punk seems like it took like the things that the misfits were just doing as like a punk band and then they like super like hyper-specifically focusing yeah. on, like, one aspect of it and then, like, do that, like, sort of to its logical extreme, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have a band, like, uh, I mean, I don't know, like, I mean, Calabrese is no longer a great example, but, like, a, like older Calabrese where it's, like, just really all in on, like, the spooky, like, you know, 50s, like, spook show stuff yeah. and, like, the, like, vocal harmonies. And then you have something like uh, Summer's End or something, which is just, like... Taking the hardcore end of the Misfits and like making it like more metal, yeah. you know. So like you and, and I just think like that. Those are sort of the two camps of horror punk. And, like with, with Murderland, we we're always kind of trying to like capture the more like no, it's just like a punk band that's like also like kind of likes this mid century sound, but then also is like really into horror stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like because that's what I always felt. Like I don't think the Misfits were trying, at least at first. To do like a thing, like a horror thing. Yeah. They were just like into that shit. Yeah. You it's know, and it was like, yeah, exactly. Just like, there's like the the Ramones were trying to basically be a like '60s girl group, but yeah. they were like, what they knew about was like breaking up with your girlfriend, and doing drugs. Right. You know, right. <laughs> like, yeah. was like so they like sang songs about it. But like, you know, it's like the same thing. It's like the, the Misfits is trying to be like a punk band. Yeah. But they were into like. Gore and misogyny or whatever. It's amazing <laughs> you know? how it can, they
0: can like those bands can become so influential. Like you're saying, you know what I mean. They can influence so many different bands, and and what those each individual bands take from their music can actually create subgenres. It's just it's fucking wild. You know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, and I mean like so like I you'd be hard pressed probably to find a punk band period that doesn't like at least cite the Misfits as some sort of inspiration, right? right. Like even yeah. if it's not like their main inspiration, yeah, like so somewhat influential Mm -hmm. and like you know on that level there are like a ton of like regular punk bands that also are part of like the misfits lineage you just don't it's just not as obvious right Mm -hmm. so like you know so so i do think i did not to say that like like those don't exist and there are like definitely bands that like you know i mean like fat mike or whatever it's like mm. oh the misfits are the best band ever i mean i don't I don't quote me on that don't quote, don't quote me <laughs> quoting him but he's like he is on record as being a huge misfits fan yeah and, and like that they're super influential but you wouldn't like hear no effect and be like oh the misfits you know no, like, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. like yeah you know what i mean yeah so,
0: you can be a fan and not let it influence your writing for sure right it's
2: or like it influences it in some like yeah in some ways but different no. way that doesn't manifest itself as like direct right um, emulation or yeah, like a or, rip know, off whatever. you know you don't sound like a rip off of yeah, yeah 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 so, and that's what, like, that's what we were trying to do too right Is like we just like a lot of bands do sound like they're just like oh we were a misfits cover band that kind of like started kind of kind of writing our own songs yeah. <laughs> you know like there's a lot of that in horror punk too where it's like it just so it sounds too homage you yeah. know what I mean and it just becomes like that's just or just some dude trying to sound exactly like Glenn and it's yeah. just like and you're just like you know, like that's like why, like it's like that's that I yeah. that's the
0: stuff I don't like when the singers try like you, you you hear a singer and he sounds like the singer from another band like you, I, I don't mind hearing musical influences here and there, but vocal stuff needs to be you have to have your individual style, you know what I mean? And and that's something you certainly have, obviously. Like you well, thank you, you switch from like that like that nice. Charming duop style <laughs> pop punky stuff screaming you know what I mean like it, it's there's a little bit of everything in there and and it, like for example the song CCLCS oh yeah which is life. fucking hilarious <laughs> like I was just giggling to myself the whole time the whole first time I heard that song but that's that's again that's yeah that's of the sort of the, o- the, the
2: most the most obvious example of like the sort of like <laughs> like croony to screamy yeah uh, sort of vibe yeah but um. Yeah, that song was like a goof, like it almost didn't make it onto anything. <laughs> I'm like, so you know, glad it did. It's so good. And we still play it occasionally. Uh we still bust it out in a live show. Nice. Uh people like it. Yeah. But it's it's um Yeah, I mean I mean again, I guess it goes back to the fact that like I always really just wanted to be in a metal band, but like I'm not really that good. I mean I can scream a bit, but I'm not like good enough to keep that going for an entire, you know, that's not really. So, yeah. uh so like that's, you know, I I've like, I've always kind of tried to to sneak that in and get that stuff in when it makes sense and yeah. when it can be kind of fun. And, uh, and in that case, I think that's like a fun way to like, yeah, go from like this sort of croony unassuming thing to like this kind of really quickly like build yeah. intensity yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and, uh, and do that. And then again, like it's, that's the idea of that song is it's about Friday the 13th and, and like the, the idea that like, Oh, you're in summertime and you're on this idyllic, you know, late summer, Camp Lake, and then but then like you know it always ends badly. <laughs> <laughs> always, it always <laughs> ends badly. Every time. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Uh, and that's
2: one of the only ones that we did that's like specifically sort of about like a horror movie franchise. Really? Like we know we tend not to do much of that. Yeah. It's like oh this this is a song about this movie or whatever. But gotcha. like that one we we just kind of liked it. And it's also like it's not you know I think I do say Friday Thirteenth in it, but it's not like it's still a bit like, uh, it could be about whatever. Yeah, maybe. it's a little vague, right? It's not like a direct, yeah, you're not know, coming yeah, a direct. You don't say like, Jason's coming at right, you or whatever. Right,
0: right. <laughs> and um, the screaming peppered in is so much, for me, it's so much more enjoyable than just hearing straight screaming. Like, uh, like I love bands like Alexis on Fire too, you know what I mean? But like, they, they, it's almost a little bit too much for me, the screaming in that sense. It's great, but it's not something I want to listen to like, for like a long period yeah like i hit a couple songs here and there but the way you guys do it and with your vocal like it's it just fits perfectly those little peppered in spots you know
2: well thanks man that's that's very that's very cool uh, yeah they, 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 and we, that's what i hope too i hope that it's like it hits right you know it's not yeah. it doesn't feel forced or anything so like so and yeah i mean it's it's something that i continue to do a bit of and like as you know like you said it's there's still metal like on the on splitsville like beach bunny Babylon. and yep. it's basically like a straight ahead like oh that's an awesome tune by the way um, thanks and that's a, and a, yeah like that song is like literally about um like newport beach california it's about a, like, a specific town in is orange it? county that i spent a lot of time in um in my now i guess not formative years but yeah in my, uh, my younger days mm-hmm. um and it's a terrible place but and, uh <laughs> um but but beautiful yeah uh, that's sort of the idea of that right like this sort of the the allure of of uh too much fun yeah oh for sure <laughs> we've all been there right Partied that's out kind of a not theme a of yeah <laughs> theme of that whole album right yeah. it's kind of like you know that's it's, it's it's a little bit more of a like oh like fuck yeah you know? yeah <laughs> like, I mean, like that's sort of the the adjective but still again not not to be not you still want to have fun with it and like that song is very like silly, sure, and uh, and and very over the top. You, know? yeah, you,
0: so. you can tell when you like. I've been watching the um, the Bridge City sessions quite a
2: bit because oh yeah yeah, that's oh, a great live God. performance. By the way, that sounds really Thank good. Thank you. You know, for being for live it. off the floor, it sounds awesome. Well, let me tell. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like totally like pull the curtain back a little bit. On oh okay. Because because I gotta give props where props are due to the <laughs> engineers at the Bridge City sessions because so. That was the, we did this tour. It was not, not barely a tour. We called it a world tour, it was three days. <laughs> um, it was right before quarantine. <laughs> and we also like always joke because a bunch of us did get sick on this tour, on this very, very short tour. Oh shit. And, and so we were all now in retrospect joking that like, oh shit, we were patient zero or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, like, but we spread it all across the world <laughs> even though we went to only three <laughs> cities, but um, on the West Coast exclusively. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so we, like, went on this tour, this three-day tour, and it was really because our friend Matt Wilson, who was in a band called Code 415, who uh, it w- was uh, uh, from Santa Barbara. We used to do a lot of do a lot of shows with them, and they're no longer in that band, but he's, he lives up in Portland now, and he's in this new band called The Proper Channels, which they're awesome. Check out their band camp. Um, they, like pop-punk band that does like all their songs are very much like if you're into the Misfits or like the Riverdales or anything like that you mm-hmm. would dig them because they're like very, all their songs are about like uh, 80s dystopian movies oh okay so, like, like what are they called, they called? Like, sorry they're called the proper channels it's and uh yeah like all their songs they have songs about like Escape from New York and uh, Oh, cool. And, uh, they live and uh, just all these like like uh, 80s you know sci-fi like just fucked up sci-fi movies and they're they're great and but like the thing that's one of those bands where if you were listening to them and you didn't know that you wouldn't probably pick up on it you know like unless you've listened really closely to all the lyrics right it's one of those things so that they're fun but anyway so they were they were putting together a little they were going to play some shows and it was going to be Matt's birthday And he was like he basically guilted us into doing it he was like you guys like I don't see you guys forever, and he he actually he played bass for Murderland once on a tour when uh, our bass player Jerry had a had a baby and, oh, okay. and couldn't <laughs> couldn't make it. Right, and um, and so Matt so we go back way back with Matt, and he basically guilted us into going on this little tour, uh, to play with his band, and um, and I'm super glad we did it because again we you know. I, everything shut down after that and we didn't have any opportunities to play shows or anything. Yeah. So, but um but it, anyways, we went on it and immediately I lost my fucking voice like after mm. like the first night. Oh, like shit. just like yeah and <laughs> like like literally like just getting too old for this shit like <laughs> personified, right? Like like, oh yeah, fuck it. We'll do three dates. It'll be chill. I don't even like, I I don't drink anymore. I don't like, I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm living cleanish, you know? I'm, and I'm just like, it'll be, ch- this will be the chillest tour, man. Three dates. It's going to be so awesome. Sober. And then just immediately the second day I wake <laughs> up and it's as if like I'd party for like three nights straight and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I can't believe this shit. And, um, and again, like I'm a fucking, I'm a trained singer, man. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm just being silly, but I am. And it's like, I'm not like, uh, you know, like fucking, I'm just like, what is going on? I literally just, this is my body telling me like, don't do this shit, man, yeah. like, <laughs> you're too old for this shit. So anyways, I suck it up and I, I mean, you know, I get the throat coat, I get the whole shebang. I rest my voice. I I obviously you can tell I love to talk, so it's tough for me to rest my voice. <laughs> Especially on tour, that's all there's to do. You're sitting in the van. Yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. <laughs> all there's to do is bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. And and uh but so and 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 the second show was a complete disaster. <laughs> it was in, I mean it wasn't. It was we played fine, but I just my I was croaking everything out. Um and we, that was in Portland. And so the next morning after that is when we were going to do bridge city sessions. And we'd had this booked forever, right? Like we'd had this book, like when we first booked the tour, we're like, Hey, we're going to be in town to do bridge city sessions. We talked to them years ago about doing one and we finally back, you know? And so yeah. let's do it. And so, um, but at this point I'm like, fuck, like, should we even do this? You know, like, I'm like, my voice is terrible right now. And like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off. Like, you know, and like, we're like, okay like let's just do it and like if it sucks we just won't put it out you know like we're just like let's just like go and give it a shot and like if it's terrible we just will like say it never happened <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh so i'm like all right and like and my voice is getting a little stronger i'm drinking tea i'm doing i'm doing theme, steam therapy i'm doing the whole thing at matt's house in portland hmm. and um at matt wilson's house and uh and he's giving me all his tricks and you know, I He's pulled out all his things. And so we go and do it. And I did like, to be fair, like I pulled it off. Right. Like, it's not like, it's just not an overdub or anything. Like, yeah, I I was gonna say what you hear, what you hear is me singing, Yeah. but they did tune it and like, they made it sound really good. Yeah. Like it's like to be, uh, and, and again, it's not like I was hitting sour notes, but somehow mm-hmm. they, the engineers made it, made a, lackluster vocal performance sound incredibly <laughs> good um so hats you're, off to them for you're that. probably being um, way too hard on yourself but and well i don't know but i did i'm glad we did it and it did turn out really good it I mean, sounds it
0: fucking great man the, the band <clears throat> as a whole sounds amazing like there's a there's very few live performances that get recorded that are on youtube that i tune in and go that fucking band nailed it you know what i mean and there's like for sure. I mean, the Bomb Pop, well, sound, thanks, man. they've got a, a, one of those live sessions too that sounds real good, but yours sounds incredible and the guitars sounded good and Josh's drumming sounds huge as always. Like the
2: whole thing was amazing. Yeah, the drums are, so, they always make the drums sound so oh, fucking good. fuck yeah. And their engineers are really good. I mean, like, like just regardless of making my, fixing my my lackluster vocals, like, like, they just, they dial everything in real good and like get a live sound that sounds really good. Because like I said, it is like, you know they fuck with it a bit in post but they it's not like there's no overdubs or no.
1: anything. so yeah. it's all it all
2: is taken directly off right. the, the floor you know so mm-hmm. like, um and we did i think we did two takes on every, on each song mm-hmm. and that was it nice um, wow two takes was, per song yeah and and again he's like i couldn't do much more than that at the time Yeah, yeah well yeah <laughs> i had to be like we gotta move on because i can't i we're gonna get to the last song and i'm gonna be done you oh know? shit yeah But then, uh, honestly, like, my voice ended up coming back a bit for the final show of the tour. And and the last one was actually a pretty good show. And I just told everybody to turn. I'll turn me down and turn you guys up. It'll Mm -hmm. be fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not the first time that's happened. I don't know. It's just like, as I get older, it just is rough. But it's like, you know, previous times on tour, I've been like, oh, I've been staying up all night and doing, you know, treating my body poorly and this and that. But this time I was like, nah, man, I'm doing it right. And it's still my voice is still going on me. So... Yeah. I just, you know, a, a warning to all you youngsters out there. Just <laughs> do it while you can. Well, that's yeah. it, man. Sometimes
0: your body just doesn't cooperate when you get old. Like, I don't know how old of a guy you are, if you want to say, but I I'm I'm almost forty. I'm 39. I'm about
2: to turn 40 as okay, well. So, so we are, are the same. Yeah, uh, we're the same, same age.
0: And I know like like I worked night shift the last couple of years for the job that I work, and and this year, the first two years were fine. And then now I turned thirty nine this year and I just felt like a bag of shit. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know? I feel you
2: so hard on that. Yeah. I mean, I I used to 10 tend bar and do all this stuff and like I, I don't think I could do it now. Like I really like and that was just like two years ago, you know. Yeah. And like it's like honestly, like like I used to I used to 10 bar and bar back and work in these places where I was just running my ass yeah. off. Up to all, all hours of the all night. night yeah. All night, you know, just all night long. And uh and then there's no way I could pull that off now. No. Like it's, it's like, it gets scary, man. As
1: you get older, I'm so like, soft now. Yeah. I'm old
2: and soft. Yeah. Now I've been, I got this cushy desk job. I feel like Dick Tracy, you know, I remember <laughs> Dick Tracy in the movie where they're like trying to give him a desk job. And he's like, I gotta be on the street, you know, Tess. I gotta be on the street, Tess. <laughs> Take the desk job, Tracy. You know. <laughs> Come on, in. we got to start a family. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it, Tess. You know, but <laughs> but I can, and I did.
0: Nice. Um, but, uh, <laughs> band history. We we kind of got a little bit off topic on the band history, but have you guys oh, been oh no, that's all right. Rest. Have you guys been like like longtime friends? Is that how you got the band started, or did you kind of just assemble in a sort of round <laughs> Well, of a bit
2: of a, a bit of both. So like uh Jesse, uh Jesse Jesco the Goon, uh, who was the original guitar player of Murderland, um, and plays on the on the first only on the well he plays on the first two albums he plays okay. on lights out the ep and then he does play on um prelude to a kill but he had already left the band when we put that out oh, so okay. like so it was well it was a weird thing where we're like uh what do we do like it's like you know we put so we put tony in like the band picture who replaced jesse but we like kept jesse obviously in like the credits you know so it's right. just it's a weird situation like with that but um but Jesse was a high school friend. Uh, I played rugby with him in high school. Oh, nice. And, and we would actually go back to junior high school um, on and off again, homies. And uh, he moved to Los Angeles in like, I guess 2004, something around then, and um, and to go to MI, Musicians Institute. Oh. And at this point, I had, i had known Jesse for years. I had no idea he was a had any interest in playing music. I really didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I knew he loved, Guns and Roses. When we were younger, he was super into Guns and Roses. I mean, you know, it's fine. I, yeah. I, I I went through a Guns and Roses phase as well. Sure. Um, some of their songs still rip, but uh, but like that's all I knew. And so he moved to LA and was like, "Hey, man, like, I, can I crash with you guys? I'm moving to LA and like to become a musician." And I was like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. And at the time, like, I mean, I was. You know, I've been in a couple of bands, but like nothing in L.A., but nothing like serious. It was just like me and roommates kind of like jamming or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and like um, I was in a band that shared a uh, rehearsal space with save Ferris randomly. Oh, wow. Um, and that was interesting. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was weird. That's the th- weird thing about being in L.A. is like you could be in a band that literally like we played like that band, I think played three shows total. And like was not serious but we like did share a uh, uh, rehearsal space with like a real band you know like and like we're down the hall from like the melvins and shit so it was like you know it was like that's a weird thing we were like just this good we were just like a whatever band but we ended up like in the company of like real great bands you know but uh and just being like oh look there's a you know there's fucking dale crover okay but uh (laughs) um, and uh, yeah i met dale crover years later when the bomb pops played with uh off and uh I was Starstruck all over again. Oh yeah. Uh, I love Dale. But uh uh I've lost my train of thought. Uh, oh yeah. So Jesse <laughs> moved down to uh to be a musician and I was like that's wild and um I had been in a couple bands but nothing serious and then Jesse was like, "Hey, you want to like start a punk band?" And I was like, like for like a real like for real, like you know not just like goofing around and he's like, "Yeah, like let's like really straight try to start a band." And I was like, "All right, you know I don't have anything else going." time you know it's like you know working some stupid job or whatever yeah Uh, and you know so and jesse was like crashing on our couch and and so we uh just started kind of jamming and and i had the, i had a cut the song october sky was a song that i'd written sort of just as a goof with like when i was again just kind of goofing with my roommates and we were just kind of like jamming and there's, uh, well, I think one somebody has like so, uh, somewhere must have an old recording, like a proto mm-hmm. like record, like a sort of primordial recording, like primordial. Guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like like before it was a fully formed thing, but uh, <laughs> but um, when it was like a weird half fish or. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so I kind of I had that song and I was like, let's like that's literally like I was like, oh, I have this like kind of horror punky like misfitsy kind of song that I've been fucking around with, like let's try that. And so we like tried that song, Jesse and I, and we're like, oh, it's pretty sweet, you know. And then we're like, okay, like let's lead into the whole like misfits thing, you know, yeah. like let's do that. And we we're both into horror movies and shit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. nerdy stuff. And so yeah, that and like literally that was it. And we just and so then because Jess, so it was Jesse and I, and then because Jesse was going to musicians institute. We were like well there you go so we like found a drummer and and a bass player through mi basically and oh, okay. um, so jerry our bass player was the first one that jesse just kind of found he's like i found this dude he's like he's a, he's cool man he smokes a lot of weed and drinks <laughs> beer i'm like all right that's all you need that's all i needed to hear i'm like does he also play bass he's like yeah I okay cool you know and <laughs> like, like uh and i the first time i ever hung out with jerry this is before we had a drummer and we were recording like this demo thing at MI. And it was literally, that was what it was. We had like a drum loop and we were, and we were recording like a, we were recording October sky. We're just like, we're just going to record it as like a demo. Yeah. And, but while Jesse was recording his guitar parts, I went to like, kind of like get to know Jerry. And we went down and we like bought some Mickey's forties and we just proceeded to get just blasted. It's
0: a good way to get to know somebody.
2: Uh, yeah. And we ended up at some weird apartment in Hollywood. And we're like, where Jerry do some weed dealer. we were like, just t- <laughs> like taking ball grips and drinking Mickey's and, uh, and just got blasted and completely forgot, like to go back to the recording. <laughs> and like Jesse's like blowing my phone up. He doesn't even have Jerry's number. So like he can't, and I'm just ignoring, I didn't even realize, you know, that yeah. I was so into just partying with Jerry. Right. And, uh, and Jesse was so pissed like we finally go back we we finally go back to the thing and just both Jerry and I are way too wasted to like (laughs) record and like we think Mm -hmm. this is really funny and Jesse is just like so bummed and like but that the fun the funny thing is that like that's the moment I knew like this is this guy's awesome you know this guy's like like like, more so than like if he had just come in and like slayed his bass part I would like whatever but like the fact that like he went and like got wasted with me and like we totally met missed the messed up the recording session it's like way better you know but it worked <laughs> right. out
0: because now you guys are real tight and i see like he he brings his little guy over to play with adler right and like he has yeah exactly
2: experience. adler and, and jackson jerry's little boy are, are uh are like best friends yeah. and have grown up together and and yeah jerry's like one of my best friends in the world and regardless of murderland at this right. point so right. yeah exactly. no and it's and uh, yeah exactly so like it's just that's a funny story but but, and then we had a different drummer originally than Josh. Um, his name was Tommy. And uh, Tommy was a super nice dude. Um, he had a real problem with dropping drumsticks and like not being able to recover. It was really weird. A, yeah, drummers like, usually work pretty tough at They're usually really good at that, yeah. But it's like, it was really weird. He would drop a drumstick up and just, there would be like a, like a two bars would go by with like a one-handed <laughs> drum. And I'd be like, what the fuck is going on back there? And uh, and then ultimately it was funny because, like, Tommy was like, he just was like flaky. He just ended up being flaky. It was like mainly the reason he, like, got, like, we, like, parted ways. Like, he just right. kind of, you know, it was, he lived out in Riverside and, like, didn't have uh, reliable transportation and, like, and just, like, ended up, like, he literally ended up uh, flaking on our first recording session ever. Wow. And and so we had, this is an interesting story. We had to call in a stunt drummer um, literally the night before we re- went into the studio that we oh, had booked fuck. to record the first like three songs on uh, Lights Out. And um, so, yeah, like October Sky and like Cartoon Casualty and uh, I forgot the other one, but like this guy Vinny on drums and uh vinny is a shredder and amazing drummer well, it have to be
0: right you're coming um, the day before
2: and yeah i also went to mi and we literally called him and like we were like at rehearsal like wait like trying to get a hold of tommy and like he wasn't responding and like we're like dude it's been like two days and he hasn't responded so like we just gotta call somebody else Ooh. and so we so we called Vinny and we're like Vinny can you come learn like three songs real quick I think Vinny had played with us at one show like It was that kind of shit like where it would just be like Jesse and I would be at like the Lava Lounge in Hollywood. which is no longer there. And just like hanging out. And like they'd have it like like, it was almost like open mic. Like it wasn't but like they'd be like, oh, we have like 10 minutes to fill right now. Like Mm you guys want to play something like the band, whoever band was playing would just like let us use their gear and shit. And so, like, I, I at one point, like, Vinny did, like, hop up and, like, play with us, like, just randomly. But, like, so he was, like, kind of familiar, but, like, he didn't really know the songs. We were going to teach him the songs, like, that night. Mm. Wow. And he, like, we drilled it a bunch of times, and he went into the studio and just fucking slayed it. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, you can't,
0: you can't tell on the record.
2: But, um, and then Tommy did end up doing, like, the other songs on that, on that mm. record. And then he gave us some excuse that, like, his uncle died or something. But it was, like, Okay, that's fair, but like, dude, like you could return a text. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not like like when you have a pretty big um, like commitment. Like I, if your uncle died and you can't make it, like that's all good. But like, yeah. just shoot a text, you know? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Uh, but it, anyways, that was the first of like a series of unfortunate events <laughs> that led to uh, the the that led to Lemony Stickin writing a book. <laughs> no, that led to uh, led to to, to Tommy. And Murderland parting ways, mm-hmm. and it was funny too because we tried to like we were like, dude, we obviously you're like not super into this, like you're kind of you know. And he, but he like was like, the, it was like the Seinfeld where I don't know, it'd be like Seinfeld, but it's like a Seinfeld where like George is trying to break up with this girl and she like won't let him break it off. Like he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's like, we yeah. need to break up. She's, and she's, like, no, she's, like, no, no, we're not breaking yeah. up. Like yeah, and he just like <laughs> it's just like he, he just like can't like do it. He tries and tries, and that's what it was like with Todd like with like. Amicably, like being like Tommy, like let's, you know, like you yeah. get it, like it's fine, like no hard feelings. And he's like, right. no, like I, 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 love this band. I want it. Like clearly, he did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like clearly, I his heart wasn't, wasn't really committed. in it. But he was just like not willing. Like it was like we all had to like talk to him on the phone. Like every member of the band had. have was like long discussion, and finally we like agreed to these terms where he was going to like play one final show. But so that was super awkward too. Cause like yeah. we knew he was like leaving the band, yeah. but, like had to still play this show. Yeah. Anyways, that's all ancient history. And then Josh, you know, was in another band and also went to MI. Oh really? And, yeah. And so like, again, yeah, that's the MI is like the really, the way Murderland was like born, you know, the, like, and, and, and so Josh was like moping around playing in different bands or whatever. And, um, his band had just broken up. Like literally, I don't think they even played. I think they played one show. It was one of those things. Like the bands at MI were like that though. Like mm-hmm. they'd be a bunch of dudes to start a band. Yeah, never mind. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start yeah. another band. Right. But but um but and Josh had already like been a fan of Murderland oh, good. and uh, and was like so he came to like be a, like audition or whatever, which is really just like we you're just like, yeah, yeah formality band, kind of, yeah. like yeah. I mean, I, and I didn't really know. I met Josh a couple of times, and and whatever. I knew he was like, quote unquote, a good drummer, but I'd never seen him play. Right. And like, I'd heard his like the demo of this other band, and like, what? How much can you really tell from like a shitty demo? Yeah, you know, I could tell he knew what he's doing, and he goes, "Am I?" But like, so. But then he came into the fucking rehearsal and just like, slayed it. You know, just first try, like had all the things like charted out like had the songs already like memorized basically and just was like like really like looking back I'm like obviously way it worked way too hard on this like audition well I mean, <laughs> you know, can like, you ever work too hard though come on well yeah because we would have hired him regardless you know but like <laughs> you know if again like if you showed up with beer we would have been like you're in you know but, <laughs> <laughs> like, Right. Uh, but like can you hold two drumsticks can you if you drop it can you recover okay you know you're in the band but anyway so he's absolutely crushed it of course you know i mean now josh is now josh's drumming prowess is like of legend but oh, at the time me. you know it was it was uh no he was an unknown quantity so um so young josh joined the band and then yeah, and then like Pat is also a friend of, of Pat who's this other guitarist and sings backups. Yeah, he's um, the guy that
0: sings the backups. I was gonna say Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: he's, he's got the, the beautiful angel voice. Yeah, they're great. Um and yeah, he's a world class, he's actually a very good just lead singer in his own oh, really? regard too. But he has sung lead in a couple of bands. Um the Albrights. I don't know if you're familiar with the Albrights, no. but they were like that's a it's like Dave, one of Dave <laughs> House's like side projects. But oh, yeah.
1: um I'm gonna write that down too, the Albrights.
2: Yeah, they're fun. They're like a goofy, um, like Uber specific sort of parody band. <laughs> like, like they do this like kind of like surf bro, like pop punk, like but somebody called it yacht punk, and uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty like silly and very tongue in cheek and very it. like like ripping on like surfer bros and stuff. I love it already. Um, and it's yeah, it's Pat and Dave House and Matt Wilson, the guy who uh, I was talking about, is in yeah. Proper Channels. Yeah, and, yeah, and they. They put out a couple of EPs on, I believe, Red Scare. Um, but uh uh, but anyways, yeah, like Pat, um Joy, he's a, he's an old friend from high school as well, who was just kind of goofing around in Santa Barbara and he started the record label that Murderland is oh, ostensibly no on, pirish records, <clears throat> was Pat's um Hilariously, like Pat, like his dream to start a record label, like happened at like the worst possible time when like it started, like right when it started being completely like unviable to run a record yeah, label. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when it became like, oh no, people just get music for free now. Yeah, all yeah, good. rip it all. You know, up. nobody pays for it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no like business model anymore. Um, and so, so basically, I mean, he put out a couple other bands things at the time, but like now, Irish Records is basically just Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, label yeah <laughs> you know we just put out our own stuff um and so he that's that's how he got involved with murderland is he was going to put out the, that first ep on on his record label um because he just thought we were good or whatever mm-hmm. you know and, and was old friend, yeah. friends of ours yeah and he just heard our stuff i was like oh you guys are you guys are good and uh let's let's put out the ep and we did. And then he and then like at the time we were like, well, we could use another guitar player, you know, because they only had the one. Oh, really? Yeah. And and then and then uh, and then zero zero people that can sing besides me because Jesse couldn't sing his way out of the paper bag. Oh, really? And Jerry, Jerry. I guess Jerry was doing the backup. At the time. Mm-hmm. Jerry can sing. Jerry can sing and still does some of the backups. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but he doesn't have his voice is more similar to mine. Right. He's not right. like and Pat has a much higher register. So it's yeah. like a better counterpoint. Yeah. So we basically, again, like bullied our label owner into joining our band (laughs) (laughs) and putting out our records forever. Um, Yeah, that's what you do. That's how you stay (laughs) a band. You you recruit the label guy into your band. But uh, and and so then, yeah, Pat came in and then uh, at some point, Jesse just got over it and moved back. northern california and bought a crossfit gym oh really (laughs) yeah and I mean he's been very successful in various endeavors good and we still are in touch and still hang with jesse and, Mm -hmm. and stuff when we're when we're all together and came to my wedding and everything but um but like you know no hard feelings or anything but it's like but he just was kind of over it he was just done with it you know and I mean, fair enough, like, you know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, like I said, I've tried to jettison this thing several times. I mean, like, <laughs> not, not really, but I've just been, you know, just sort of like, at times of my like, like, there's, de- it's definitely not a priority for me yeah. at, at many times in my life. Right. Um, but that and you know and and i've made that clear that this is like it's like a hobby that i take very seriously you know (laughs) that's where i'm at with it um at this point it's like a thing that i do like i'd make music regardless like on some way you know if it was just me fucking around or whatever or me and polly like we goof around and do things and and so but like like I said, Merland, I, the other guys just keep on doing it. So as long as they'll do it with me, I'm happy to do it. You well, know, that's awesome. <laughs> you know? I love it.
0: I love it. You got you got to keep you got to keep making stuff. When when you told me via Instagram that you were you guys were writing and I got so fucking excited. I'm like, because because I know that Splitsville is new to me, but it's you know, it's like you said, it's five years old now. It came
2: it's old. It's, it seems new to me, too. I'm like, you yeah. just did that. And like, no, that was that was like before my kid was born. That's crazy. crazy to think yeah, about. It's I know. Crazy um and now he's eight years old so yeah fuck. i mean what we recorded splitsville that's the thing too is we recorded splitsville like a few years before we put it out i mean the the the, i forgot it's bloody disgusting or like some horror site Mm -hmm. did a um did like a review of our it was ostensibly a review of splitsville but it was sort of like a yeah. Look back at the Murderland catalog. Yeah. And, and uh, it's a good article. I don't know. I'll try to find it and send it to you.
0: I think I have it uh, here. Is it um, De- not it,
2: Dead Central? Was it? Oh, Dead Central. The Dread Dread Central. Yeah. Dread Central. Dead Central. Dead Central. That's, Sorry, that's Dead what Central. it is. Your toy. Totally right. that's, yeah, that's the article I read. Yeah, that's the article. Yeah, and it's it's great. But they, they they say something. They that's probably the article that has sort of gotten us the best. Like they sort of like really understand yeah. the the like what Murderland is going for. Mm-hmm. But like. Um, I would say that that like they they say something in there. There's I don't I don't want to try to I'm gonna butcher it, but like they talk about how like Murderland has this sort of weird cycle where they like go like disappear for five or six years and mm-hmm. then kind of come back with well. like. Some- and like which I love. It reminds me of something like it or something. Like it's it lays dormant <laughs> for 25 years and then comes and has to like eat seven children or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh but like like so like, but I I, I kind of like that. I was like, oh, they really did pick up on that weird pattern that which yeah. we didn't mean to do, but no, it just sort it. of seems to be the natural rhythm of it. It's sort of like we all have other shit going on in our yeah. lives but we will always kind of eventually gravitate back towards each other to like yeah. write these stupid fucked up songs and like put them out or whatever. And sometimes like that, like that, when we recorded it all, we actually had this opportunity to like sneak into this really nice recording studio where uh, the guy that was engineering that one was working on like a Katy Perry record or something. And, uh, and the, during the day and then like so like or, or like his boss was like it's like the studio was dark it was like they didn't have anything booked and like it's, the guy was like out of town so he mm-hmm. was like hey can I sneak in here and like do this murderland record and like yeah whatever so like we basically got this like really nice recording studio yeah. time for like mostly free wow. like we paid the engineer but we didn't really have to pay for the studio wow time. that's great and and uh so we kind of like did it we were just like fuck let's do it while well, we can yeah. And then we didn't have any, like, and then we spent, you know, way too long, like, mixing it. We, like, we recalled all those songs. It was so dumb. We were, like, that's the fun thing, though, that you could do when you're, like, nobody gives a shit, like, is you could just do what you want to do. Like, we're just, like, we're, like, yeah, there's no label. Like, we are the label, Right, 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 right. (laughs) Like we could take our time, we could re-record all this. We could scrap it, yeah, you know,
0: whatever. And it sounds great. You can tell you spent a lot of time because it, it does sound really good. Like not that the other albums don't, but you can tell that one is really polished. You know what I mean? It's got a great sound. yeah. It's got a
2: different sort of a vibe to it. I mean, yeah. we definitely want wanted to go in like a sort of not like more like I don't want to say slick direction, but it definitely is like a little bit more like poppy. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though there's like metal songs on it and stuff. But I fucking but,
0: love that man. Like those when you get like those like more even like like beach bunny babylon right like with it's a it's a more metallic hard song but it sounds so produced and so great you know what i mean like
2: there's something yeah yeah that, you know for sure absolutely and like i mean i like you know i like think i think there's like a space for like everything i i'm totally down for like super garage like diy recordings too like i think those are cool and even like on this new stuff like but one of my things that got completely shot down by the rest of the band was like on this new stuff we're doing i'm like let's just not even write it let's just like go and this is before COVID. let's just like go into a actual like go into the studio or go into somebody's garage and like set up some like room mics and just fucking play (laughs) you know i was like i was like gonna go like real hippie with it like just be like let's just like see what happens and like not do anything produced and like just record everything live and like yeah. see what happens but they were like no no we can't do that i was like all right there's bye. something to be said for, like, that yeah. too, though,
0: for real like, yeah you
2: know? i still would like to do that at some point i'll still do that yeah. with some, somebody or some somebody will it uh, will indulge sometimes those that. raw
0: recordings but, yeah. come out really really good you know there's something to them absolutely I mean, the there's band's like got good chemistry yeah. really, you know
2: there's yeah there's certain recordings that are just like there's and there's certain things that are like sloppy but like that's good you know like and, yeah. and it wouldn't work if it was like if it was like slick you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. just like 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 certain things like like i love i mean like the like the band like like the hardcore band that i think is like right now the best hardcore band is a band called gag and i don't know if you're familiar with them i think they're from new york but um this gag, gag they just put out a record last year that's really good and um super low-fi, like, you know, like, yeah. sounds like that, like they're recording in somebody's garage, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody's mm-hmm. basement or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, and it sounds like the first take, like, it sounds like there's fuck ups and there's like, you know what I mean? But it's like, but that energy is so dope for like their sound you know what I mean and it's like and and like that band would not work as like a polished studio thing yeah it It just doesn't fit
0: with their with their whole vibe right
2: yeah and it's like and so like so like to some degree like sometimes that's like and that's the shit I've been like vibing on the most recently Mm. like in terms of music it's just like so like like uh you know I'm bad about listening to music though like I don't Mm. I don't I'm terrible about like staying up on like modern music like like that even gag like that band like was one of my favorite current bands and I like when that album came out, like I remember I was like excited for it. Like I don't know what's ever happened to you. Like you're like, Oh, this album's coming out and you listen to the the preview track on Spotify or whatever, Yeah. And uh, you're all excited. And then you just completely forget about it. <laughs> like when it, like, you know, like, cause like I was super excited for that album. Yeah. And then literally like, it came out and like months went by and then I was like, Oh shit, that gang album came out, you know? Yeah like, yeah, yeah, like, like, and back in the day I would have been like right there. Like when it came out, you know, I just like, I don't know. And it's fine. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's always going to be there. It's there. Yeah. You don't have to be there like, it's in this, in this day and age, you don't have to be at the record store or whatever. So like, it, it's fine. But I just, I'm bad about that. And like, people be like, did you listen to the new blobity bloop? And I'll be like, nah, dog. You know, I'm the same <laughs> like, way, man. I'm <laughs> the same fucking way. And
0: I always ask people like, that's the one question I always ask people. What are you listening to these days? Are you, are there any new bands or new new to you bands that are uh tickling your fancy or whatever, however you want to say it? Or are you listening to the same old shit? And most people tell me, I'm listening the to same the same old, old shit. shit. And that's the same with me. It's so like especially now with Spotify and they dump all this new shit on you all the time, suggested bands, it's, fuck, it's too overwhelming, right? I want to hear- It about- is,
2: it is. Well, there's just too much shit. It's the same as yeah. streaming. With, with all the streaming stuff, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's a, it's it's a, it's like choice paralysis, you know? It's like, yeah. like, I literally, like, I'll open up my, I actually, yeah, I'm a heathen that uses Apple music instead of Spotify, but I, they're both terrible. Yes. But, uh, yes. but I, but I, uh, and don't, like, they're bad for artists Yes, stuff, exactly. But, but, but like, I still fucking use it. It's like, whatever. Yeah. But, um. but like, it is like a choice paralysis thing because I'll open it up and inst- and and that's the thing i'm like oh i know there's like some new shit that i need to check out that people have told me about but it's like it's so overwhelming and there's they're blasting you with so much stuff and there's so many choices that i just like end up not listening to anything or i just go back to like something in my library that like i was do all the time yep. and like you know and so it's like cuz it's familiar and i'm a coward you know so like <laughs> <laughs> well it's a time commitment right time is valuable so yeah.
0: you want to throw it yeah. out there and try to listen to something new I mean, maybe it's the, your new favorite band, but at the same time, you're like, "Fuck, I don't really want to invest this time right now." I'm driving home from work. I want to.
2: I want something that I, I know. need. I need a. Re- I need returns that I know are going to be good. Yeah. yeah, like, like, and that's the. But that's the mentality of like, as a musician, I'm like, ah, but that's the thing that every musician hates because that's what like, that's why you everybody wants you to play the old shit at the show that they know and can sing along with, even though you want to play the new shit of that course, you're excited yeah. about. You know, and it's like. But but as a consumer, of course, I'm the same way. I'm like, ah, the new shit's fine, but I I know the old stuff. The old stuff I'm familiar with. Yeah. And like I do think I, during the pandemic particularly, I just for whatever reason I've had a strong um and actually part of this is a, I could say is research for the new Murderland stuff I've been working on because thematically it's very much tied up with nostalgia and like how nostalgia is like generally not good. Like like nostalgia, I think it's like, it is good, but if you dwell too long in it and you get too bogged down in it, it definitely becomes toxic, you know? And like, and I, and I think like, like happy memories are awesome, but like trying to recreate them too much or dwelling in them too much is like a bad scene. Yeah, totally. And that's sort of like the thematic thrust of like the new Murderland stuff I've been working on. Okay, And so, but also I, and I think part, it's, it's sort of a chicken and the egg thing because mm-hmm. I started that before the quarantine, but like, I think the quarantine has really like amplified this in me of like going back and like finding comfort in things from like a simpler time or like, you know what I mean? And like, again, if it's like a little, it's subliminal, it's not like I'm like, Oh, this like specifically reminds me of a simpler time. But I think that I have gravitated towards things. Like I've got, I've gone a lot towards like stuff I listened to a lot in like high school. Yep, me too. And like, and like recently, and I like, like I've, uh, I've been listening to a lot of like parliament, mm-hmm. um, and like things that are not punk at all right. and just like, you know, and, and jazz and things that I sort of was like, big oh, like, well. and, and like, yeah, I've been a lot of like miles davis second quintet stuff which again is like a comfort thing to me it's like a mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. something that like i don't have to think too hard about i know it so well that it's like you know what i mean it's like it's it's just it's there and yep. i it's it's easy for me to process the melodies are familiar mm-hmm. you know and and like i think that that's and there's something there's nothing wrong with that that's great yep. that's great that's part of why music is awesome and people like music but like but I do think that I have recently, like instead of seeking out new things or whatever, I've had a tendency to, to go even further back yeah. into like things that I, um, you know, and also like I, I also do like enjoy listening to things that, like immersing myself in things that aren't punk rock when I'm like writing punk rock songs, because I don't like I don't want. Yeah. Songs to sound like other songs. Exactly. You don't want that, but that like, too much you know,
0: too much of that influence. Right.
2: Yeah. So like I think that that's like I do. um and I'd rather be influenced by things that are sort of disparate, you know? So like I, and and like have the influence be more, more um, subtextual and less like, oh, like this riff sounds like this kind of a thing or whatever, you know? Yeah. And more about like, oh, this song like, like we're like literally like one of the, like the best way I could put it is like, there's this thing in a parliament song that I think is like the coolest, funniest thing ever, which is um, where they, at the end of the song, they're just like, killing the hook like they're just like and which is a common thing for like a disco dance kind of a situation Mm -hmm. right because it's a dance song so they just loop something over and over again Mm -hmm. and they're just like looping looping the hook and then they fade it out like really slowly like once it's already played like a like a ludicrous amount of times (laughs) they fade it out really slowly and they fade it out to nothing and then there's silence like as if it was going to go to the next song and then it fucking fades back in. (laughs) <laughs> and it's the best thing in the world. It's like the funniest thing. And like and it's and it and it fades back in and then it fades out again. It doesn't stick around for too long. It like knows that it like made its point and like the joke has yeah. been made. Yeah. And like and so <laughs> it just like it fades back in and like immediately kind of fades back out again. And I think it's the greatest thing like ever in the world. And it makes me laugh every single yeah. fucking time. And so like we're we're like literally just stealing that and doing it on a song. Like, but, it, but it's the song doesn't sound at all like this Parliament no, song, it, somewhat obviously. It's just the, but we're taking that idea yeah. because I think it's so fucking funny. And it works thematically with the song. So like it's just it's just really funny to me, like things like that. And yeah. I just but I love that. Like that's something that like again, you you don't like that's just some weird thing, right? Like that has nothing to do with like no. Yeah, I mean, it does have to do with the content, it's not. But it's not. Like, it's just like it doesn't have to do with like it could be any genre, yeah. any like you know. Yeah, what I mean? it's just it it's just like,
0: a technique that, that makes a, cool, a song funny interesting. Yeah.
2: gag. Right, you know? right. Like, right. I also think fade in fade outs are not used enough in songs anymore. I, I just like fade out. You almost like, never hear it anymore these days. You know? I know it's a shame. There's something I love about like when a song fades out and then there's like shit going on that sounds super dope and you don't really and you're like oh there's more to hear you yeah. know yeah. I love that. Like, I love like this weird psychological trick that things play where you're like, Oh, I'm missing the good stuff. Yeah. And like, but I don't know why I like it so much. Like you'd think it would be like a negative reaction. Like, Oh, I'm missing stuff. But like, I just love that. Like I, there's like, like any song that that fades out and there's like a solo ripping, like while it's fading out and and you're like, feel like you're missing like half of that. solo. (laughs) but it's like, but the confidence of somebody to do that, like to me, it's such a, like, like a confident move, like in terms of like mix mixing or, or songwriting is to be like, I'm not going to show you, like, some of my best (laughs) material. I don't know. To me, that's such a baller move. Well, but, uh, it is yeah. for sure
0: man because you're like like you said there's stuff that's missing so you, it, it kind of grabs you and, and maybe that's what they're going for right maybe they want to grab you into into thinking what are they going to do next right what's the next song going to be or whatever
2: exactly right like or just it's just that like yeah it's just like a it's a, to me it's like an alpha move it's like a you know it's like a it's for like sure. a like kind of dominant move where you're just like yeah like we're that good that we have this material that like it wasn't really necessary yeah. for this. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy this guy just rips, but, like, you got the idea. Yeah, you, you got the like? idea. He's, he's <laughs> good, and he's going to be continuing. And he ripped out. for 20 more minutes. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to sit there and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, speaking but, like, of, that, kind of, that kind of thing.
0: Speaking of writing, uh, with, you know, with the new lyrics and the old stuff, too, I'm, clearly you, you must be a horror fan outside of, <laughs> of writing these lyrics. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine yeah. that's where your inspiration comes from. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, do you junkie. write all this? And in, in all these lyrics are are coming out of your brain. You're writing, doing all the all the lyrical writing.
2: Yeah, it's that's me. I can't I can't pretend like anyone else is responsible for nice. it. Nice, um, I can't shirk that on anyone else. Like, <laughs> and in, in fact, there are have been songs that like I have written lyrically that the rest of Murderland was not comfortable with. And were not really. Were not released. Yet. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, one of them uh, is a fun trivia, and I, I, you can you can scour the internet and try to figure this out, but no one it's, no one will ever, you have to like talk to like find this hermit that lives on the hill to figure this one out. But there's a song, <laughs> there's a Murderland song that was um, sort of like reborn as a bomb pop song because like the melody was good and it's just for part of it. It was just for like this one part of it. Okay. And, and like, and so like Polly repurposed it. She's like, Oh, that melody's dope. Yeah. But, um, and we do that a lot. We steal from each other and and inspire each other and write together and stuff. But, um, I've stolen so many things from her, but, uh, (laughs) but like, but that song I knew it was fine because Maria had literally was like, no, we could never do that song. And it was, it was really gross. The lyrics were really gross. (laughs) Um, but I still, I still stand by that as a badge of of honor that my band right. like was yeah, like no, yeah. you, you've that. gone too, you've gone too far. Like <laughs> and uh, and I'd like to, I, I, I could talk about what those songs are about, but I think it's better to leave it to the imagination of your listeners. Yeah, think, I, like yeah. to listen to like what, listen to some Weird songs and then be like, what the fuck did they shoot down? Like you know, <laughs> like it must have been real gross.
0: Well, like, maybe that yeah. might be a good segue into a little thing I wanted to do with you with some of these lyrics. I, I was hoping you'd, you'd be okay yeah. with doing a Would You Rather based on some, oh, of, absolutely, the, some absolutely. of the lyrics from your song. So so there's a couple that have my favorite lyrics in them. So, so Splitsville and Headcase. I got a couple of examples from both. Of those, no, those, are two, those are yeah. two good ones. All right. yeah. So let's do one from Headcase here. So Would You Rather yeah. have your pretty face slash from ear to ear or have your fingers and nipples methodically removed
2: with rusty pruning shears (laughs) well oh that's a toughie i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with the face because first of all there's not it's not specified that there's a rusty element so like i don't have to worry so much about tetanus and um also you'd think the nipples like the fingers the nipples like whatever but the fingers is a bridge too far like i'd and the facial scar is like you could be you get that cool Joker like Heath Ledger Joker thing going on, you know. So like I don't know, that's I go with the face.
0: It's so it's so wonderfully <laughs> fucked up these lyrics. I love them.
2: there's <laughs> a cautionary tale. This song, you know, don't be careful who you go home from the bar. Exactly. With, right? when, when I really like, because
0: there's some stuff I can't pick out because like I'm really bad with. When there's music that I really like, it's hard for me to focus on on the on the lyrics specifically, and I and I have a hard yeah, time it's too, there's words also too out. many lyrics in there. Like, there's, I there's a, a lot of lyrics words, in there. Yeah, too many words in it. But but that general vibe of that song is like, like just like you said, beware of who you're fucking linking up with, especially these days with all this like Tinder shit. Oh, man, and you don't know I who know. you're who you're meeting, right? This
2: it's murder, dancing. murders There's murders everywhere.
0: Oh my don't god! You, I listen to podcasts. I know how to. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number two, ready? So this one, yeah. this one's from Splitsville. So be, okay. Would you rather mm, this one's this one's maybe less less gory but more more gross in general? Would you rather be covered in oozing boils and pus dripping sores or be belching up liquefied organs and shitting out maggots and gore?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna again have to go with the sores because uh, <laughs> it's more manageable, right? At least you like, can get around,
0: right? You're like like stuck yeah, to like
2: it's gonna you're gonna be a hideous freak and <laughs> it's gonna be painful to some degree. I could only imagine, but like at least you're not like literally like losing your the insides of your body out of both of your orifices <laughs> you know like which is that's pretty gross that's one of the grosser lyrics I think that I've I done. love it when yes, I heard that sad.
0: I was and I and I said to my wife like because I was explaining to her that I was I had been talking to you or wanting to talk to you about being on the show I hadn't even asked you yet but I was telling her about the music and, and she's asked me to describe it to her and I was telling her it's like these nice melodic lines with this awesome singing, nice singing, but the words are so like fucked up. It's, and then I sang it, I sang podcast. it to her and she just started cracking up. She just put her hand <laughs> in her hand and started laughing. I thought, Fuck.
2: yeah, it's gross. I mean, that splits, well, the whole idea is like, um, like sort of like Dengue woman or something, like, like a song that where you sh- like you're equating like love and loss and these things to like really, um, like pain and suffering. Right. But in this like incredibly graphic, uh, like over the top way, you know, Yeah, like,
1: you
2: know, for sure.
0: All right. Here's another one from, uh, from Splitsville and then we'll, we'll call it a wrap on this. Have, would you rather have something crawl into your ear, lay eggs deep inside your brain and then hear the larva mashing their way out or have <laughs> a fucked up sickness in your blood that you can't
2: cure? I mean, I, you know what I've got to say, I'm going to go with the earwig because it's (laughs) the other one is too real. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, like, again, as a diabetic, you know that, right? Like that's like, (laughs) it's too real. Like I don't want it, you know, having a chronic illness, it's like people really deal with that. (laughs) So I don't, you know, I'll take the earwig. I'll take the the gnashing larva. It's also just, that's, that's a good, I, like, I mean, that was, I actually, the, the original, I wanted to name, that song, Earwig, originally was going to be the name of that song, because yeah. like, that was the first image that, that's a classic, you know, trope, right? The yeah. earwig, yeah. Ear leg, yeah. the, and like that urban legend, like, you know, the good, like, they, there was in So I Married to he tells that story, it's like, the good news is we got the earwig out, the bad news is it was a female, you know, like, the yeah. oh, gross. You know it's good, but so yeah, I love that's good imagery. That's nice. Nice. I'll go go with earwigs.
0: Um, I want to shift gears a little bit to what you're up to now because you've you've told me some pretty interesting things about, uh, the industries that you work in or that you have worked in. So you you said you're working in gaming right now.
2: I do work in gaming. Yeah, I work in uh, I work as a writer for Cloud Imperium Games. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I get to write uh, about spaceships and fun stuff like that and the universe is 900 years in the future. So you're writing Um, like
0: storylines for like this, for like the games.
2: So I write all sorts of things. I write, um, a lot of like in lore diegetic stuff, like, um, commercials for spaceships. Um, I, uh, and things like that. I also write, I write, it's, it's a lot of like, a lot of stuff like that, like sort of material that is, like in lore material, not so much storylines, but like in lore copy and in lore um, like descriptions of things. and like you know, like the bo- the stuff that you don't think about, right? Like things like ads, like you, you know, like you're walking around, I don't know, like if you if you played cyberpunk or whatever, but you're walking yeah. around and they're known for their controversial uh, ads right that are yeah. around the city. No, like things like that. Somebody had to create all those, right? Somebody right, yeah, had to somebody like write did. the copy for those yep. and all the things you hear on like, or like the radio on like right. GTA yeah, 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 yeah. and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Totally. So that's the kind of shit that I write mostly. Okay. Um, but I also do like weird things. Like I was, I did mocap for bartender like for the game cause I was a bartender for yep. years. and So I like they're, they they did not want to hire an actor. So they just put me in the mocap <laughs> suit and had me like make drinks. Um, so like you, uh, when you see bartenders in the game, it's like based on me. That's pretty um, cool. When you, and then like yeah, and I I have um, had the opportunity to write a couple of original songs. Oh. Huh. Um, that have yeah actually yet to well one of them did make it into a commercial. The other one is still on the back burner, but it's gonna make it in eventually. Nice. And eventually we want to put do more of that like gta style where there's a bunch of like original music and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah so while you're cruising in your spaceship or whatever you can listen yeah. to the radio but um and then i and then recently i've actually done a, like some uh, like short films kind of like for, for like where it's just almost like a it's like a cinematic so something that like in the game would be like a cinematic sequence or something but it's just like a standalone little little short film or nice. whatever so nice so i do a lot of that yeah it's 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 fun it's weird it's interesting uh, i direct v- voiceover stuff i do i get to do a lot of uh, strange and interesting things that sounds um, like a great
0: fucking job man it sounds like you. No, like, it's, like yeah, nothing it's is like fun. repetitive and boring you know what i mean it's like a. no yeah time. exactly it's
2: it's 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 legitimately awesome and but my the people i work with are, are great uh it's it, i couldn't ask for a better gig really and uh it's been a lot of fun but yeah i've been i've worked in gaming Off and on for years, I was a QA. You know, I toiled in the QA mines Mm. back in the day, (laughs) and uh, I worked for EA. Oh yeah, uh, big big daddy EA. Sure. Um, The rumors are true. It's a terrible company to work for. Really? Um, Yeah. I mean, that's like they get. They like always have that. Like when when like you know Forbes or whatever puts out there like worst companies to work for. Like EA is always like topping that. Oh shit. Yeah, the video game industry kind of sucks. Like, I, uh, you know, I've like again, I'm not like I love it, and I love my current gig, but and I love video games and working on them. But it's like, I mean, you've probably read all the shit, right? Kotaku and and everybody doing there. You know, I mean, they do hit pieces on us too, but they mm-hmm. uh they but they've, they did do like, you know, I mean, a lot of it is very much uh, should be not necessarily from our company, but like should be uh, brought to light. I mean, some of the the crunch culture and yeah. You know, and and the sort of uh, yeah, borderline exploitative practices that are that are done, and it's just like what sucks is there's no unions in in video games. So like, whereas it's an industry that's making shitloads of money. I yeah. mean, it's like you know, I mean, it's making as much money as Hollywood or whatever. Oh, shit. but but like the people that are making the stuff like don't get the compensation mm-hmm. like Hollywood people do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like because and that's and unfortunately i mean you yeah, know there's good and bad things about about like the hollywood unions but like in general that's the reason those people get paid and taken care of right sure. so like yeah and 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 there's crazy rules like right like if you ever work on a on like a sag thing or whatever it's like you can only work this many hours and like after that you go into like some absurd amount of overtime and like, right. you know things like that and so and they can't get around those things that doesn't exist in video games like nope like, so, and, and there's still a mentality in the industry of a, basically, like, you're lucky to be here and like, you know, which is wrong, you know, like, I mean, again, like, no, like, you're like, that's a, that's a backwards mentality. Yeah. Or, like, you you know, so like you value yourself and do that. And I'm not trying to get all like preachy about no, this, no. but that's, that, that is the one thing that like working in various industries, like the video game industry is yeah. sorely lacking. And like, luckily I work for a company that values its employees greatly and like doesn't at least thus far, it does not take advantage of those yeah, things yeah. Um, as at least as much as other studios mm-hmm. do. But, but, um, but, like, yeah, man, it's I mean, so funny that you say it's, that. It's though, bad. Just,
0: it's so funny that you say that because EA. I, I remember I saw something just recently about how EA. Remember they used to have the old Sega cartridges that had the the yellow tab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. all that battle about not like bigger
2: cartridges. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then so, but they were like in that little short thing that I saw when they were a new company. They were like the first company to really uh or apparently i I mean again what i know about the gaming industry probably could fit in a fucking beer cap but um what they were saying was they were the first company to really treat their their engineers like they were artists right and put them into magazines and put them up with the games that they've created and and now they've become like this like
2: monster in the industry they've become that they've become what they always hated yeah Yeah, no it's true (laughs) like it's absolutely true uh ea is a really interesting story because yeah early on EA basically was like a a success as like a very small, like upstart company that kind of like bullied their way onto the Sega Genesis and like, kind of like, like was an indie studio that like, uh, like an indie publisher and studio that like didn't have any right to be playing with the big boys and kind of like made it that way, like by sheer will and like, yeah. Yeah. And they were a very tight knit group that uh, like there was, you know, a small, a small group of guys. And, um, and and it just yeah i mean because of that they got uber successful (laughs) like over the years and uh and became yeah absolutely became the monster that they you know were fighting against in the first place yeah exactly it's fucked. it's weird and and yeah and it's like and and they and again ea like not that they haven't put out some good stuff and everything i mean obviously for sure but but like it's just the way the way they kind of treat there, you know, not yeah. like employees directly, but it's like the, I mean, again, I was, I was a part of a company that was bought by EA, um, retooled significantly. I was kept, we were, most of us were kept on, mm. but, and then and then mismanaged into them firing everyone, you know what I mean? And delaying yeah. everyone off. Like, yeah. I mean, so, and they do that with multiple studios. They would, they have so much money that it's like, it's like sort of like they're, they're the classic, you know, uncaring corporate thing where they'll just buy up these studios because it uh, uh, makes sense at the time. And then just when it doesn't make sense anymore, they just shut down the studio. But then there's, then there's all these people that they're out in the wind. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, been. and, yeah it's like that happens all the time in video games like studios go down and it's you know and it's just like it's crazy and it's like so it's it's a volatile industry mm-hmm. and it's like i wouldn't recommend it to anyone like honestly <laughs> like no like in a weird way i wouldn't like i had a friend who who asked like is, is but this guy from this kid this college kid and he's like my friend is is, wants to be a video game writer and he wants to double major and all this stuff Well, you talk to him and i'm like yeah but i'm gonna tell him not to like i'm like <laughs> you know like i'm gonna tell him like like do it but like do it like do that as a hobby and like write like learn to write novels or something because like it's yeah. just like like if you want it to be your career you know what i mean right. like that's my career advice if you want to do dude like whatever you want to write like write it by all sure, means like, sure. if you want to be in college and learn whatever you know go to video game college that's amazing that's cool that you can do that now but like but i would but i would just be like dude if you want like to be a a a writer and have like be like financially viable and stuff like like either i mean you'd be like not even a screenwriter like just write books because that's just like i mean that's again what every every like i was a screenwriter it failed. i am a failed screenwriter but like uh but you know every um development guy at every person at mm-hmm. every company is just like you know what like we don't we barely buy scripts anymore yeah it's like we buy he's like like they're like I, the guy told me that you know that's what i that's the advice he gives people it's like just go write a novel because that's you know better you have better chances of writing a novel and then having somebody buy the film rights to it right than writing like an original screenplay like, yeah you know oh, it's totally, just, it's, it's, totally. It's weird. And then video games are a whole nother thing i mean it, it's like impossible to like break into video games
0: yeah that's i can't thing, you know imagine I mean? how you it's even
2: like, do that these days without nowadays a big the people it. the people do it by just making stuff right like because that's the other the other thing that's cool about now is that you can just like make things like yeah. and publish it you know so like yeah right and that does happen like the dude that did hotline miami or whatever was just like some weird indie developer that like made some cool games and like kind of you know what i mean so, like <laughs> and then he ended up getting hired to like make real games you know so it's like I mean, we've done that with our company. We had guys that were just making content for their YouTube channels or whatever, but doing such a good job of it that we like went and like poached them and Holy made shit. them into cinematic artists, you know, because like they're because <laughs> they were like because they were doing such a good job. But um and then you take them and you pay them to do it, and then they lose all their love of it. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I, I've, always, I've always said. That
0: man, as soon as you take anything you love and add money to it, you're just gonna fucking hate it's, it in a year.
2: Yeah, it's a true. I mean, I don't know about like you, hate it in a year, but it definitely runs the risk of, of yeah, becoming sure, sure. so mundane. And, that, and that's always just sure. been my
0: experience, right? Like, hey, do you want to come fucking play guitar for this fucking band, and it, you know that plays at like the. The Portuguese club or whatever my parents fucking <laughs> wanted me to go, and I was like, no. I'm like, and they're like, well, you, they'll pay you, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't, I, I play guitar because I love it, not because I want to play bullshit like folk music at this thing, right? It's, yeah. It's, well, stupid. yeah, exactly. It's and then also, money. what
2: are they, what, and what are they gonna pay me? Like, is it yeah. really like, it's a worth it? like Gonna yeah. pay me like a few grand? Like, yeah, probably Exactly. Not. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. I mean, we and we got it. I mean, we honestly did though. Like, we we sold their soul. We got it. We started playing weddings. Oh, um uh, yeah. Murderland started playing weddings because not as murderland.
0: no obviously
2: because you can but make money at
0: it as a wedding band
2: yeah and and honestly we played a friend's wedding like a friend of ours was like hey would you like we, we know you guys are good like would you learn some covers and we'll pay you a little bit of money and like come play our wedding we're like yeah dude for sure and we did it it was super fun and then like his, his wife ended up being be, starting her own wedding planning business yeah. and like then reached out to us and was like hey like remember when you played our wedding like would you guys be down to like do that more? And we're like, well, yeah, you know, sure. Cause it's fun. You know, it's like, and we're, again, yeah. it's not like our career. It's not like we're dropping everything no, to be a wedding not. band, yeah. but like it's, it is fun. And I think, you know, learning covers all it makes you a better
0: musician. It really and, does. Yeah, it really does. And,
2: and you just, you, you consider songwriting things that you may have not considered and yep. and it's, and it's just a, uh, but then you fall into that trap where it's like, we did fall into a trap where we were playing like more weddings than like murderland shows. And we're like, okay, like why did like, what what, what are we really trying to get out of it? <laughs> right. You know, like, it's like, like sort of like it's fun to do it once in a while, but it's what not like we were doing it enough to like really be yeah. a career. And it's like, yeah. you know, so, but, uh, and then of course, again, we had a couple, we actually had a couple weddings lined up and then pandemic, pandemic. Um, yeah. But Derailed we'll a lot probably of get back up. on that too at some point. Even, well, I mean, I it's think. a good,
0: it's a good, way to generate money but at the same time like yeah. you got to be playing your own stuff too which you guys clearly are but like if if you don't have your own stuff and you're just doing weddings I don't think I could do that you know what i mean like yeah i feel like that like
2: sucks your soul too much eventually yeah. like it's just like you're just de- you're, it's like the wedding singer like the movie you know you just exactly. get to that point where you're just like doing the same set yep. over and over songs and it's the same shit over and over yep. i mean i guess that's any musician <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> as i'm like realizing i'm like that's me anyway but at least like, it's what? your own stuff right at yeah exactly exactly but even that like you get sick of your own shit too man you, oh you, i can imagine like man. you know i mean now it's like i'll be happy to go back and play my old yeah, songs yeah, after yeah it's yeah. been so long but it's like but, but, it, you know, in the times when we were like playing a lot and stuff, it's like you do, you're like, ugh, like this yeah. song again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time I start to take, gotta take, try to take October Sky out of the set, and people don't like it. Like, yeah, they uh, want to hear it. They want to hear it. They um, want to hear Blitzkrieg Bop or whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, the Ramones, you just, I just feel for the Ramones like every time. I'm like, oh, they must have just so played. Like, yeah. Okay, let's do Blitzkrieg Bop again, you guys. Let's do fucking, yeah. I want to be sedated. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, speaking of uh of other revenue streams in your past life you you told me that you were working in another giant industry we got the gaming industry on one side but the the
2: porn industry on the The other The (laughs) porn industry yeah how
0: did you manage to end up working for a (laughs) porn website
2: well um it's an interesting tale again it came out of my video game qa days uh i was doing that and then i got laid off by ea and a lot of us scattered into the winds of los angeles and you know I was actually making pretty good unemployment because, uh, EA at the time had been approving ungodly amounts of overtime. Um, again, like, I guess they just realized the end was near and they were just like trying to like, you know, like, so I had, I was making, I, and then they, when, you know, unemployment in California at least takes your, uh, your like highest earning quarter or whatever of the previous year and like bases it like their percentage oh, nice. payments on that. So I was making like good money. I was actually making more in unemployment than I was making at EA because they were basing it on a quarter where I did like a ridiculous amount of overtime. That's awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like talking to my boss. I'm like, "Oh, that's all you're making? That's crazy, man!" Like, (laughs) yeah. But uh, but like (laughs) like, but so anyways, like like I was laid off and and you know goofing around, and then one of my um, again one of the other QA guys landed at this company called Cinema Now which was again a streaming video and this is in the infancy of like streaming video right this is like when you know netflix i don't even i think they had maybe just gone to like the streaming model right like they were just they were still sending dvds through the mail and uh can you imagine that that's crazy to think about now i know not that long ago when you when you put you know like really (laughs) and uh i remember getting those damn netflix little envelopes in the mail and um like Sons of Anarchy season three or like whatever. Yeah. But, uh, and, and, and uh so this guy was like, hey man, like we're looking, you know, kind of just reached, we were talking or whatever. And he's like, hey, like I think Cinnamon, my company is like hiring more QA people. Like, are you looking for a gig? And I was like, yeah, man, like I'm over unemployment. Like, you know, like I, I could use a real job. True. And so I, I went and did it and it was like, and they did normal movies. Like they did regular Hollywood movies, but then they had a, an adult arm called alladultchannel.com. And it was like, you know, it, it on the surface, you could never tell that they were associated with each other, but it was just their their porn site and uh and very old school like archaic porn site like very like like i never understood why people still used it i was like this must just be like boomers (laughs) and people that like aren't like don't know any better like aren't hip to pornhub or whatever you know and like because again like don't realize you can kind of just get a wealth of this for free yeah um if you're willing to kind of like you know search around a bit and um or even i mean this is maybe Maybe before, well, no, Pornhub was around, but like, still, you could definitely, like, you know, using LimeWire or whatever, Mm -hmm. you could get Mm -hmm. some serious stuff, Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: uh, not pay for it, right? But, um, but, anyways, so they they did this site, and as part of the QA process, I would have to QA uh, adult films, which is basically just spot check them for like encoding errors. So it was like not like the movie itself, but I was looking for cha- like if the sound was out of sync or right. if the uh there was like digital glitching. Or oh, something, okay. Right? I see. Yeah. Cause like but they would we, we basically just rip um you say I don't say hi. Oh, Holy shit. Shit. <laughs> I. Oh shit. But uh anyways. Um so uh so anyways Okay. Oh, I'll have this to say hi to Say hi. Hey, All buddy. Right. Hi. Hey, buddy. get out of here because I'm talking about stuff that's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. um, i talking about a chapter in my life much before <laughs> you. Anyway, so so they'd actually rip DVDs. Like it wasn't like they wouldn't get the like like mezzanine files or whatever. They'd rip actual, like we'd get a big box from Vivid or whatever yeah. at the beginning of the month. Weird. And then they'd, and then they'd, they'd rip them. And so I'd have to watch the encodes, codes <laughs> and... Um, and it was funny because one of like, there's one specific type of encode you could only watch in what they called the dungeon, which was like in this room, this dedicated room that had a giant TV and like a, like a DVR <laughs> kind of thing. And you, and that was the only one you couldn't skip. Like you had to literally just sit there and fast forward these things to spot check them. Oh my God. And, and, uh, and I have to listen to it. Cause it's like partially part of it is the sound, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's a big part of the QA process. And um and so like the, it was it was always crazy because people could hear it and like you know, and like if, if visitors were in the office, they'd be like, What the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, and because nobody knows that we like run this right, adult site, right? You know? And um, <laughs> or I'd just be like in my cubicle, like spot checking porn, and like people would walk by and like be like, What's that guy doing? You know, like <laughs> that guy, somebody needs to call HR, you know. Um, and then no, that's just he's just QA and the adult stuff. And and so that was i do that for a long time and then what eventually happened was the guy that was kind of running it like curating it was just not cutting it like he was just not great at his job and they fired him and they were like all right like we got to give somebody all adult channel like and they're like well mike's been qaing it, and he seems to be totally fine with all of it like unfazed so uh let's ask him so they just they're like hey do you want to like be promoted to run all adult channel. Right. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know what? Well, I mean, it's a yeah, pay rate. Right? Yeah, you know. And, uh, and so I did it and basically so yeah, I would just, now I'm the guy getting the box of DVDs from <laughs> vivid and going through them every month and like picking and choosing which ones we wanted on the site.
0: Holy shit. And,
2: uh, yeah. You know and slipping a couple into the into the briefcase for the personal <laughs> collection, you know, you gotta but uh but we we got I mean yeah we saw everything and then we you know I'd have to i go I went to lunch with the vivid people, the Playboy oh, people wow. and whoever and it was it was crazy. But again, it was like this old archaic site. And the guy that actually like ran the tech part of it, like the guy that kept it up and running was this guy Paul that like lived in Texas and he'd come out and just like you know he was like this hilarious dude that would come out like he's always investing in something new and weird and like yeah but like like, oh you gotta come out man we go we go like you try this new tequila i'm investing in man it's so good like you know like just like all in the you know just crazy guy but that was a weird time and it was it was interesting you know i mean again yeah it
0: sounds like a cool job too like i i know it's a Kind of a little bit weird when you're just doing the QA
2: stuff and just watching hours of porn at your desk. <laughs> yeah, you become desensitized to it like pretty quick. I mean, not that I was, well, you know, I, I, I was no I was no Puritan going into this, but <laughs> but um but you know, you you do see a lot of wild stuff that you're like, okay, you know. Yeah. And uh, and this is all mainstream stuff, so you're not seeing anything. It's not this is not fringe or like right, the, right. Or, you know, yeah. like like illegal stuff. <laughs> like, but but it's but there's a like even mainstream, there is some shit like ah man i tell you there's stuff that i'm like i don't get it i don't you know i mean like 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 gape not like yeah. i've never understood gape yeah uh what a weird i've uh, I've, <laughs> I've never understood gape. that just that um, word gape you know well, it's not a good word no, no it's like yeah just that stuff is horrific yeah it like sounds i can't horrific. like yeah the um the, the, <laughs> the best title though the best one of the best titles of a porn was a gape Porn and it was called the spit the spit and the speculum. Oh my god. And it was like a takeoff on the pit and the pendulum. It was like an Edgar Allan Poe, like horror-themed gate porn. That is horrific. It was and I just I also have to like be very careful when I'm saying this because people are like, I'll be like, I don't get gate porn. And they're like, Oh, like you're homophobic. And I'm like, No, 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 No. gape. Yeah, gape. Gape. So you have to be careful when you say it. Yeah. But uh, because uh, gay porn is totally cool. Um, well, but yeah, sure. I mean, I know I did I did have to watch a lot of that too. And the funny, you know, what's crazy is you really do realize when you're watching all of this that these people, it's just like acting gigs for these people because you see the same people in straight and gay porn. Wow, and you know, and not that you know, people could be people are bi or whatever, yeah, totally, yeah, sure. but they're just but it's still just like you're just you know, it's like it's they're just acting, it's not there's no reality to like this, like besides the actual penetration, right? Them, right, right. No, like like they're, they're act, you know, it's that's just they're just acting, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's they're that's quite, crazy. they're literally like playing a character, you know, like it's, it's just, wild, man. Yeah, so you know, and that's the funny thing. You see people pop up in different ones. You see the same because it's also like a weirdly small community, like the porn community. You know, what I mean, like the like the the amount of like famous porn mm. actors, or yeah, whatever. oh not totally, that yeah. many. You yeah, know we all I mean? know the it's big names, like, right? Exactly. Like it's like it's pretty well known, and like you see them pop up in everything. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like yeah. the, the 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 San Fernando Valley Repertory crew you know but, yeah but uh but yeah so that that was interesting and and fun and then i actually i graduated in that job from like doing the they because they, they always were like we're going to shut down the porn site going to shut down all adult channel it's happening this is the year this is the year we're doing it like but they never did because it was so lucrative you know like right it right was, right you know? yeah kept it keeps generating money what are you gonna do exactly so it'd just be like like they they, they just like we're gonna do it but then now like people keep buying it so we can't shut it down and uh eventually they did shut it down like eventually we, the company got bought by a different company mm. that was like very much not interested in like adult content yeah. or like being associated with it like even at, even by accident so um so then they did away with it and then i got promoted to like i was now in charge i went from being in charge of adult content to just like episodic content i was like in charge of tv oh cool <laughs> like, i got to see like all the I, so now i went from having lunch with like playboy to having lunch with you know hbo <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and whoever else which is like, still
0: you know. that's wild too man that you're like meeting with those people like that's a, no that's yeah a dude
2: hbo hbo was, that was awesome but being in charge of hbo and, and and in true like right it was right when game of thrones was getting big oh, and, shit. Everything. and when i took over and, and then we had there's a there's an emergency had, this is a funny story from like streaming emergency when like we put up the the uh it was like, I forget what episode it was, but I don't know if you're familiar with Game of Thrones, but in the first season, like they, uh, there, like there's a scene where like the, the character is showing another character, like behead, like heads, like severed heads, okay. like on spikes on the battle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it just pans past a bunch of them. And like, <laughs> evidently, like one of those heads was like made to look like George W. Bush and like, just as a gag by like the, like the effects team. Right. And because it was, again, like in the time, like right during the end of the administration, right, so right. people were pissed at up. Yeah. And so this as is as like a political gag. They did that. But you can't see it in the episode; like it goes by so quick that you would right. never be able to pick that out. Yeah. But when the commentary came out, when the DVD dropped and the commentary was on there, they mentioned it. Oh, They're like, like, and and immediately, like HBO fucking pulled it. Yeah, and like re-ed, re-edited that scene, like oh, to really? take that that shot out of it. Yeah, because oh, like that, you know. I mean, again, like I, like fucking, who cares? But it's just like. You know, they don't want that fucking head. Yeah, they don't want the head. I mean? Exactly. They don't want people being like, hey, why are you making light of killing an American president? Or yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. know, like, it's like, you know, so, so like, uh, that was just funny. But there was this huge thing and they wouldn't tell us what it was. Like, they were like, <laughs> they're like, this episode has to come down. Here's the new episode. And like, we put it in. And I was like, and usually when they give you a replacement file, it would be a legal thing but it would be like noticeably different. Like there'd be like, it'd be like five seconds shorter or longer. Right. Or like there'd be something noticeably different about it, but like nobody could figure out what this was, but it was like (laughs) such a big deal. And then like, like a few days later, like the stories all came out, like, in you know, the AV club or whatever, like what had happened. Yeah. But, and then those like original DVDs became like collectors' items, evidently, which I don't think is true. I like I'm sure there were so many yeah, of them made. Yeah, exactly. That, but those, but, but like you could still get that DVD with that commentary still on it, where right? yeah. they like call out the George W. Bush head.
0: You'd have funny. to be a pretty serious Game of Thrones fan, or or I don't know what kind of fan to seek down a DVD because it has that on. Or like,
2: it. <laughs> or like a really just hardcore Bush hater. Yeah, Bush you know, hater. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like I hate Bush so much, I need to get all the stuff. Yeah, that gotta they talk get about. his head on a pike in an episode. Yeah. Of the <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, that's the, I can't, I won't settle. It's like, what? It's like Greedo shooting first or whatever. It's like, like, I, I will not watch the, the edited version of that yeah, Game of Thrones yeah. episode without the George <laughs> W. Bush head in it because it's not true to the, <laughs> to the, to the vision or whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, I've had you
0: on for quite a while here, man. We're, we're, we've already crested two hours. I have a couple of oh, things Oh shit, you were, you. you were right though, that like, I didn't notice. That it it was flies that by, on. man. It, it's so strange. And like, and it, we didn't hit all the stuff, but I, I have to ask you about one more thing because Polly popped her head in the, in the frame there. Um, and it reminded me of a question that I, that I wanted to go back to cause we skipped over it, but I want to go back there. You got you guys got married in a in a cemetery. You were a crazy. We did.
2: So we did how did that
0: come about? And how did your family say? Because I grew up Catholic and there was no fucking way
2: my parents. That's <laughs> a funny. I was actually I was hoping you would ask this because this is a funny story too. This is like um and like goes back to the satanic panic and everything. So uh Polly and I um, look literally look that was i think the first venue we looked at i mean like like we were like talking like talking her, her dad is a golf pro in san diego so we we're like oh should we get married to golf course like, yeah it's oh, so boring yeah so generic whatever uh let's and then we're like look we live in la like there's no shortage of like weird venues to get married at in la like let's take advantage and like let's just like blue sky this and like no matter what like not thinking about cost or like feasibility like let's just where would where are weird places we'd want to get mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. and hollywood forever like was just one of the ones that like was on the list like you know like i i mean i was like hollywood forever natural history museum and i think universal studios backlot was another one oh, and wow. uh, and which again you could rent like it's there to rent but mm-hmm. like i think it's probably prohibitively expensive we didn't get mm-hmm. there because we went to hollywood forever first and polly was just like this is it this is where we're doing. Wow. Like, this nice. Is, this is awesome. Like, I'm like, I love it. So we just, and literally we put down a deposit like that day. Like we didn't look at a single other venue. Wow. We just like, and Hollywood forever is like a, you know, it's, it's infamous and, and it's, it's famous or whatever. Yeah. And they do, they, they show movies there. I've actually, full disclosure, I've never been to one of the movies at Hollywood oh, forever, which is hilarious. Cause I got married there and <laughs> people, I probably <laughs> assumed that I went to like all of them, but no, <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to any of them. And, uh, but I had gone to Hollywood forever before that, just because it's like a famous like haunted cemetery in, you know, supposedly allegedly haunted cemetery in, uh, in Los Angeles. And there's, you know, cool, famous folks buried there. Some of you know, Dede Ramon's buried there. Uh, Johnny Ramon is not buried there, but will be, you know, he's, he's dead, but his, his statue is there. And I guess when his mm-hmm. ex, when his wife is dead, they're going to combine the ashes. Oh, I'm I see. Say. Okay. okay. But this, but, you know, and I mean, and then this like old timey L.A., you know, Griffith, Jay Griffith is buried there. And like all these like very Mel mm-hmm. Blanc and like famous actors and <laughs> and silent era actors. And, like you know, just it, ha- it goes back so far. Yeah, yeah it's got a lot this of really interesting history of like it kind of fell into disrepair in like the 70s and 80s. And oh, it was really? like it was kind of bought by some company and restored in like the late 90s um, or maybe the 2000s. And so we uh, so, yeah, we were just super into it. And, um, but, but yeah, so Polly's family is, is Catholic and they were all fine with it. Um, although her grandfather evidently did wear a, like, like did not dress up like in sort of a soft <laughs> protest, I guess, like, like it is sort of like, well, if they're not taking this that seriously, I'm not either. right? Kind of a thing, <laughs> right. You know, but like, um, he's very Catholic, but he did come and had a good time and everything. You know, yeah. so like, was fine but he just and to me i was like no that's great like get get comfy because like there was no dress code like yeah you know, it was it was stated on, on the invitation that is like well, you know you can dress how come, come as you
1: are yeah
2: yes yeah, So so you know i didn't even notice it until later and people were like you know grandpa was like <laughs> making a statement with that polo shirt and i was like making a statement of comfort and style yeah yeah you know? but uh anyways and but my family strangely enough uh my which is not like my family is traditionally not not religious although my aunt uh is like sort of was like a like a like a later day Catholic like she found the Catholic church strangely enough yeah that is weird they were all they were raised like Protestant but like not that seriously Protestant you know like they went to church or whatever like my mom went to church as a kid but like never like bought into the whole thing or whatever yeah and I was not raised religious (laughs) and uh I was raised very secular and like and but my aunt like kind of like went to catholicism like late in life and like and i don't know why yeah i don't know why that seems crazy to me yeah but um but then they're very they're very conservative and they're like again like all was growing up it was there were the you know the the fucking rush limbaugh like you know like just conservative assholes of the family that i was like (laughs) you know like yeah like, like you know and uh didn't get along with Right. and i thought that my was silly and punk rock and music and like oh how much money are you making in that you know that kind of thing you know like not about that yeah. Yeah. but uh and anyways they <laughs> they did not come <laughs> because my because like that whole part of the family just did not come oh. because my aunt and literally like my like told my mom that she like did think there was possibly a satanic element
1: to that. <laughs> Jesus,
2: thing. and like I, which I found hilarious. I mean, I don't care because I don't like them anyway. So, yeah, like, yeah. honestly, it was like more people we could, yeah, it's like no big we loss. could add to yeah. the guest list. But yeah. like, but like, it's just hilarious. Like, and that's funny. Like, I think that you asked that question, and like, it would be more boring if like everybody was fine with it. I, I suppose. Like, oh,
1: yeah. it's
2: more fun if like your family like <laughs> thought you were like your wedding might. There was like a chance that your wedding was also maybe like a satanic ritual. <laughs> you know like right. like just like maybe that was happen like i thought i just want my aunt, i was imagining my aunt just being like like it's probably a regular wedding but like there's like an off chance that there's like a some sort of blood orgy breaks out or like you know <laughs> like there's there's like an animal sacrifice <laughs> uh, you know i don't know like i think she like i want i would like to think that like there was like real like she had real thoughts about that right like she thought like there was a possibility oh totally <laughs> like, <laughs> this shit could take like a really like a cult turn we also did like our our, our 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 invitation was like in the style of a like invitation to a like secret society oh really you know, like, yeah like a oh, like a sort cool. of clandestine meeting of a secret society nice. like, like it had like a like cool like esoteric like imagery yeah and yeah a, like a like a sea like a wax seal and oh like very, nice like, very illuminati you know
0: Sounds exactly. very no. cool. Again, like it's like I was yeah. talking to you guys earlier about being cool parents. You, you're just cool people in general. So obviously, well, you, thanks, man. of course, you're going to have a cool fucking wedding and a cool invitation to go along with it.
2: But but yeah, so, I mean, but we did, we didn't want to go too ultra spooky with the whole thing. Right. So yeah. like it was like in, it's in a cemetery, but it's like it was a very like it was fall themed, but it wasn't like ghouls and goblins right. like Halloween. You know what I mean? It was very yeah. like it was very uh, it was classy. Yeah, you know? it was. It looked wants to say something. What do you want to say? <laughs> what do you want to say? No, nothing. We have like the sugar skulls, but yeah, yeah, it was classy. It, was classy. Right? it was like a like a that vibe, the like Dia de los Muertos, and the and there's there's pumpkins and fall imagery and stuff, but and skull imagery, but it wasn't like yeah, like and there death was skull. candelabras yeah. and yeah. things, but it wasn't like it wasn't well, over a to haunted yeah. house. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't it wasn't over the top, kind of like, right? Which I would have been okay <laughs> with, but, you
1: know. And
2: I think <laughs> then I think less less, more people are RSVP and they're like, eh, I don't know about this. I love. And then then it was all like Tom Waits, like, like the whole, like, um, the entire like wedding procession was the Tom Waits and like, and, and then Polly came out to the Ramones and she did come out in the, in the Rolls Royce, uh, like 1930s Rolls Royce hearse, which was pretty dope, um, that they have on, which was one of her, like her demands. Like when we, when we booked the (laughs) venue and she was like, so uh, we're gonna do this, but we're getting the hearse, and like the lady's like, "Well, yeah, we'll see if we can like fix it up," and like she's like, "No, no, no, we're gonna do it. Like it needs to be in the contract." <laughs> like, we get the hearse, and they did. They fixed it up for us. That's and awesome, it was amazing. Although the hearse driver got some bad info, and uh, there was a slight delay. Oh no, shit. Yeah, so I was standing up there. I was like, "Oh," like you know, doing it like a yeah, yeah. is like, <laughs> coming. Oh,
0: fuck. Yeah.
2: That's but brutal. it added it really added to the to the to the uh the suspense and everything it was good sounds like it was but a super uh, fun fucking day man it was super fun it was amazing it was like everything you would want a wedding to be it was just yeah. a super fun party at a memorable place and everybody i think had a blast so you know i love sugar, what I, want.
0: I love sugar skull shit when you said there's sugar skulls my ears went like yeah, like all my guitar yeah. straps all have sugar skulls on them and all that shit
2: yeah i but, love all that like again it's very like i love that you know the, you know the death is something to be celebrated and not feared and yeah and you know and like the 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 memory the you know keeping those memories alive is, is just as important oh for sure, being for alive. sure. And i i love i love that vibe too so like you know that's that's very cool and i think you know being near in a cemetery to me like as of someone who's you know painfully not religious like i think that a church or the cemetery is like the closest you're gonna get me to like you know, sacred ground or whatever, like yeah. to get married on. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, totally. there's more. There's more like crucifixes per capita in a cemetery. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I guess that's true. But uh, yeah, but yeah, man, that was that's that's cool, man. That's a thanks for asking that. That's a that was fun. And I, it's always fun to kind of re, re remember. Yeah. You know? Oh,
0: totally. Yeah. When I saw the pictures, I was like, I gotta ask them about that because it seems or ask him about that because it seems like such a cool way to get married. But the the element of not. Of not knowing how the parents reacted to it, right? Because, like I said, I grew up Catholic. Kind
2: of yeah, crazy. our parents were fine. I mean, again, like our yeah. parents, like Polly's parents, are are Catholic, but also, like, yeah, you know, supported her being a punk rocker sure. at thirteen years old yeah. and and doing, you know, being and going and playing a dive bars. Right. And shit. So it's like they're they, they're no strangers to like, yeah, you know, sort of a, a bit of alternative lifestyle yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. You no, know what totally. I mean? So it's like, and my mom is like, I mean, she gave up a long time ago on trying to be, <laughs> you know, but she's an artist and everything. She's She's, oh yeah, she's, so she's cool. she's totally supportive yeah. of it and everything. Yeah. And then my and my dad, like he doesn't give a shit, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, it's, I mean he came, it's all good. Yeah, as long but, as uh, came, he was there. He was but there. yeah, yeah, he showed up. But um but yeah, man, I mean that's it's it was awesome and and it continues to be you know, like this it's we're still we're going strong and nice. The family is the family's important.
0: Yes, it is. And you guys are definitely making it, making it look great, which is, uh, I know, in, I know the, the Instagram stuff, social media always shows. It's highly curated. It as, yeah, of course. exactly. But, uh, but I mean, yeah. from, from what it's worth, I think it looks like uh, it looks like you guys are handling everything really well. With
2: yeah, that. man. I mean, it's, you know, you take it, you just take it as it comes. And honestly, to me, it's like, it's fuck if, you know, as a, if anybody's listening, that's a parent or whatever, it's like, it's not all easy and it's, it's hard and it sucks. And I it's, believe you it. know, and, and there's, <laughs> And and dealing with with you know it's, it, there are a lot of like
0: yeah
2: shitty times and and not shitty times that's wrong but like hard times, hard times and, yeah and shit that's a bummer and dealing with you know what I mean like yeah. like having to discipline someone is never fun you nope. know <laughs> like, no, it you know what I mean so so like you know that and it's always a tricky situation so like it's not all all, all especially someone games. you love. You know I mean? exactly yeah. i mean it's yeah particularly yeah someone you hate is fun to do yeah absolutely. But,
1: uh, <laughs> but
2: no but but like it, you know it all it's all it is all, but like ultimately you just got to keep it like it is like like yeah social media is bullshit but at the same time like it is a, a, a like that's you know you, if you as long as you focus on the good shit and keep that in mind you can always get through the hard shit you know oh, what I mean? totally so that's that's my message to parents or anyone who's struggling or wants to murder their kid or their spouse or whatever like yeah. you know or is fr- afraid or is afraid yeah that was a very murder land kind of thing <laughs> or is or afraid that their spouse is secretly plotting to murder them uh, you know either way it's uh, you know just hang yeah. in there guys yeah you know, it's, and we're almost the pandemic I know you know up in Canada it's, it's not good again or whatever but I think I do think that like with vaccinations actually coming out and things, I think it's, it's like, no matter how long yeah. it's going to take, we are headed towards some zones of normalcy. I think we're going to be in here. good shape. Yeah, for sure. So before so like. Like, I think it's people are finally like, it doesn't seem like, an, oh shit, is this going to be forever kind yeah. of a thing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because it did almost feel like that for a minute. Like, it dude, it really you know did. what I was just it, like. It felt like, like, was like wow. it felt like a new normal. It felt like a new normal. We heard
0: that a lot. And then. And
2: at least in America, like in the state, America, I should say, the states, because yeah. y'all are in America Yeah. That. Uh, but, uh, but like in the states, like where we're a bunch of fucking morons, it's like, um, just that's what it felt like it was like in that middle of the pandemic when they started opening things up like too early again and then like it surged back and like but people were just over it and like unwilling to like kind of like be go back into like full lockdown and then the government's like not supporting anything and it's just like I at that point I was like wow this might just be a constant this might just be it for us like this might just be like America's like just gonna be this forever yeah and like you know and and I, I did have those thoughts and just being like well, if that's what it is. That's what it is. Like maybe we'll move or maybe we'll just get really used to it. But it's like, you know, but, but it, uh, luckily I think that, 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 uh, we have gotten through the darkest of the times. And, yeah. And, we're, and I think there is. you guys are
0: definitely on the, on the, on the downhill part. I think we're, we're cresting now. Like it's, it's really bad here to the point where the numbers are the highest they've ever been. And it's oh, because it's people are like, we just went into a full 30 day lockdown where no one's supposed to even leave their house except for a central, like, like go to work or go and get medical attention, grocery yeah, store, yeah, yeah. right? No. The first fucking day of the lockdown was the was the first beautiful day we had here in, in Ontario. Oh yeah, and then you can't
2: can't stop once not There was people, people yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah. They
0: were fucking everywhere. It was unbelievable.
2: And I mean honestly, like I like I've I've lost my will to even care. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the thing. Like at the beginning I was. I was like, but these fucking assholes, like not giving a shit. Yeah, but you can't. And can. now I'm just like now I'm just like, Yeah, you don't know, do it. Like, whatever. Yeah. I can't blame you. man. You can't, can't control them, you. right? You can't control them. It's, it's and insane. it's just bit's and I get it. It's just at some yep. point you just had fucking enough. Yep, you know? absolutely. It's just like, and I and I like I'm you know, I'm still like again for me, it's always most important to make the sacrifices for the greater of like the community. But I also just understand that like people's will to be like, I've had it with this shit. Like, you know, like I, I commiserate with that to some degree. Yeah. You know, so so like uh whatever you choose to do, just do it and do you. <laughs> Yeah. and be si-
0: and just be fucking safe so that we can we can get out of this shit sooner than later you know
2: oh you know what i was gonna ask you real quick i had a question for you and i'm sorry i won't keep you for too no, no. much longer no it's fine man. but I love so my i was gonna stuff. say i was gonna say um what like so i've been listening to a lot of podcasts actually i was gonna say that like more so than music these days mm-hmm. i I'm my go-to audio entertainment is is podcasts mm-hmm and i've been i mean i'm a, am a huge patreon guy now i i give to multiple patreon subscribe oh, nice. to multiple patreons good for you. I, I started you know being like oh one will be okay and then like you know like 10 patreons later i'm like oh it's, i got to cancel some of these that's the <laughs> you know? thing it's like where do you stop but it's hard and then yeah it's, it's just so much good content you know out there honestly it is and uh and like, I, you know, I've just, I've been really getting into it. And like I said, Polly and I have sort of like dabbled and like kind of been, had interest in like doing podcasts yeah. and stuff, even if just for fun. Yeah. And uh, like, how did you get into it? Like what made you like, like, like take the plunge? I just curious, you know what I mean? Like what made you like, was there a specific one you listened to and you're like, Oh, like I was like inspired by, or like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah.
0: It's been a weird thing for me. So the I've always listened to the Joe Rogan podcast for a long time, the uh, Rogan experience. Um, not so much these days. I feel like since he's gone to Spotify, the show's kind of been a bit weird. But that's not. I, mean, really I, know,
2: I know Rogan's like very polarizing. Like I think Rogan, like he really I mean, is. I've I, I, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff. I I don't uh, absolutely don't agree with him about everything, but, but I love either. that he is. I love that he like is willing to entertain like anything and like kind of take it on good faith. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like like he does He brings people on and does not like. <laughs> he doesn't like he doesn't like prejudge people i no. don't think you know what i mean and like he lets them say their piece even if it's like wild and fucking crazy like, and, and even you know if he mean? has or to like, battle you know, them on it even if he has yeah, to battle. yeah yeah and, and that and so that's, i've always I've appreciated played. yeah i've always appreciated like rogan's like whether or not you like people like his style or his yeah. like approach like i i've always appreciated his uh his willingness, yeah. like like to, to listen to all sides of an argument, to mm-hmm. listen to to, to to entertain people like from all different absolutely points, you know?
0: yeah. And so so I I've been listening to his show and and, and I really was a really f- big fan of Mark Maron's podcast as well. To oh yeah, I, I haven't listened yeah. in a long time, but Maron's podcast was was excellent. Obviously, it was the first really big one, right? And SWTF, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then I I lost my job. Um, I had a job, a really good c- career going for the the city that I work in or that I live in right now, and I thought. What am I going to do to keep myself sane during this thing? You know, like, what what do I like? And I I like playing music. The band that I was playing with, I I I won't say I'm in the band because I've never recorded with them, but they let me play shows with them, and 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 they're friends of mine from high school, and I love I love the band. But um, we weren't really playing shows at that time, and it really quite tapered off a lot. And so um, I just thought to myself, what am I going to do to keep myself sane? And then I started thinking what about a fucking podcast just for fun? Like I, like obviously I still to this day don't think this thing's ever going to be a big show. It's just <laughs> something that I do to talk to awesome people that I, yeah, um, I'm really big fan ran. of what they're doing. Right. And I had a lot of these friends in the music industry, like a few of my friends were in the band uh, grade and then they started a band after grade called somehow hollow or sort of in the same time frame, they started this band called somehow hollow. They've been on the show a couple of times, Brad and my cast are in a pair of brothers that are awesome. They're from local here to, to where I live, uh, Burlington, which is like only an hour away. And so I thought, well, if I could talk to them and just get these stories and, and hear, get some entertainment out of it for myself almost, you know what I mean, in <laughs> yeah, a selfish totally. way. And maybe if anybody wants to tune in and, and like it and, you know what I mean, and share it around, great. Maybe it'll get a little bit of popularity and it'll be something fun to do, right, as a hobby. And that's sort of how I got into it. And then and then not not long after, like, I, I recorded maybe, I don't know, four, three or four episodes and then I got another job, right? And then I thought, and all of a sudden, adulting took over again, right? Getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. up early for work and, and then I'm like, I don't have time for this, so I kind of shut it down. I took it off. I left up like one episode on SoundCloud just to you know, whatever the, the you're allowed to without the pro account. So I left that up for a while. And then just more recently, I thought, fuck, man, that was a lot of fun. Now I've got a, a, a stable job again, I'm comfortable again where I am. And I thought, well, why don't I just fucking start it up again and start reaching out to people who I'd never like to be honest with you, man? I didn't think you'd even be interested <laughs> at all in doing it so i'm I'm so oh, fucking man. glad that this you're is a lot here, of fun this is know? great and, and i just love it i love talking to people and i love hearing things i'm i'm anytime we go away on these southern vacations i always gravitate toward people from the states i love i spent about six months living in florida when i was a kid so i met a lot of floridians who are not really necessarily all from florida they're sort of
2: yeah like, well florida's like, a bit like california right like yeah where people
0: it's sort of a transient kind of thing yeah. that goes on right so so I've always liked uh, speaking to the Americans. So I, I thought, fuck, maybe if I could reach out to some of these people that I'm a fan of their stuff, maybe they'll talk to me and I can get the kind of stories I, you know, like you and I just talked about today and get to know them a little bit and, and make these connections. So that's really the only reason I really got into it. I knew that's it. That's awesome, man. That's hard to stand to out. Hard to stand out. in a, in a It season. is. It is. It's
2: very hard to stand out. And it's like, I think that's what gets, you know, it's very uh, like overwhelming, you know, because they, again, like I listened to just a handful of podcasts that, that just, you know, and, and then you, I listen, I mean, these guys are so fucking good, you know, and yeah. like, and even like, you're, like, you're great, man. Like you're oh, thanks, I, man. I a couple of your episodes and like, and just, and just even talking to you, it's very natural and you got a good radio voice, thanks, man. I but, uh, but, but yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean? And, and even doing like poly I messing around and like, some of it comes so naturally, like, you know, and, and it's great. And then, but it's harder than it seems. Right. Like, it's like, you know, I think that's one of those things I was like, Oh, I'm good at like talking shit. Like I could just turn on a microphone and like talk shit. And it's going to be great. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes it's not, you know, but, but yeah. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I've gotten, like I said, I've got Like, I felt like, I feel like podcasts have sort of kept me sane like listening to podcasts in the pandemic. Like it's like having that bit of, I know it's whatever parasocial or whatever, but it's like, you do have that bit of like more, it feels more social than just like listening to music. That's right. And
0: that was always the big thing for me was that it's like sitting, especially these long form ones, like Rogan's show, uh, Marin's was a little bit more edited, but But Rogan's show is, is just long form. There's almost no edits at all, if there are any. And you get to hear the entire conversation of what two people have on their minds at that time, you know? And, and, and I love that. And you feel like, and it goes back to, I used to listen to Stern before podcasts. I used to, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think like Stern is like the, like sort of proto, Yeah. you know what I mean? that's like, like you could kind of and not, i mean among others because there's a lot yeah there people. were others but his and, and was the Steve first Stern one is like a great tradition of radio his it's was
0: exactly the first stuff. one where you felt like you were just in a room full of funny fucking people that like were with funny a,
2: people yeah. goofing on with each other exactly. yeah exactly like like that absolutely and like that was i remember as a kid like listening to howard Stern. i know Polly grew up listening to howard Stern as well and just like but you know and just like that like it was it was just like you these people that had this amazing rapport yep. and like you know, and and then just and then of course just the, they were talking about silly juvenile yeah. shit all the time. So yeah, I was like, like I, you know, like I was into the, all that. You know, so like yeah. that was fun and and whatever. But but like and just sort of like you know I also like I was almost like a Letterman fan. Like I was yeah, like me a too. bit Of like a Cerbic like like um like I mean, Letterman is actually coming to fire. You know, in retrospect for some of this, but like like his sort of like uh, needling and like and like like a bit of a um, adversarial yeah. But like, that's like, a style like, that's exactly what and, I, and, I, and I always felt like stern was like that too yeah you know, stern had yeah. that like a bit like where he kind of like wanted to get get his guest off guard a bit yes. and yes. then kind of like call him out on things yeah. you know like, absolutely and so and in a fun way or whatever right. it wasn't like right. they're trying to get you in like a lie or something but just like exactly. in a fun like like kind of, you know, and I say, so yeah, that's great. That's that, that, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, So I encourage you guys to do it. Cause I think you guys have enough of a following there that you could easily make something happen that would be interesting and cool. But you know, one thing I would caution against I, just from a selfish point of view is, is those really edited ones where they're, you know they've got the 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 placed in ads and all that kind of stuff. That yeah, stuff yeah, That stuff kind of bugs me, but the, the ones that are just long form where you just talk and shoot the shit, it, those are my favorite ones.
2: I mean, I like I, I think there's a place for like different styles. For of sure, I, I definitely sure grad, gravitate more towards like the less scripted, more yeah, um, yeah, more like uh, like com- conversational ones. Although yes. the ones that I li- like really like are the ones that where like they actually do again, like any good really good radio team where they like make it seem like it's conversational but it's actually like way more scripted than you yeah, think it is yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of stuff yeah. so like that's that's always interesting to me too to kind of like and even though it's fun to like kind of find the seams in those ones yeah. you know you're kind of like oh i see like because if they're good at it it's like it's like watching actors or something you're like oh cool
1: yeah, yeah, but uh, sure.
2: but yeah i mean i tend to but there are really cool podcasts that aren't really scripted too like i like 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 you must remember this i don't know like that's a fun one that's like about hollywood like weird hollywood history Oh really? And it's just like, yeah. And like, so, so, or even like, I mean um, like last pod the left or whatever, you know, I don't know if you listen to those guys, no. but I haven't listened to last podcast and left in like forever, but that was like a mixture of the two where like the one guy it's very heavily scripted, but then there's two guys like riffing on it, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it's like one dude does the scripted con like historical content and then yeah. there's like a comedian, another guy kind of like cracking wise.
1: Mm-hmm. So like,
2: like that's kind of fun, but yeah, there's so many yeah, those cool are ways fun. you can go, go with it. And it's like, I, i'm loving it so yeah keep keep it up man like, thanks man doing, i really and i appreciate it a lot and i'll
0: spread a good word and oh i you know. appreciate that man if yeah if you if you feel so inclined to share it i would be
2: very appreciative absolutely that. man that's just fun
0: right before we get off here i just want to ask you what's so we talked a bit about murderland recording any any idea when we might see the new stuff out or have you guys oh, nice man. just
2: kind of Playing with it now. Uh, I mean, so like, <laughs> we started like at the the beginning of the pandemic. We were very much like, okay, we're gonna do this. And we're gonna finish it like before the pandemic's over. And then of course, like everybody gets busy with other shit. And, like you know, so it slowed down significantly. And then we were like, oh, let's add a saxophone. And like, so we went back. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like like the songs we kind of had done. Now we're yeah. like re re reassessing with saxophone. Yeah, yeah, but. um uh, I don't know, man. I mean, hopefully we will the the plan is to record it this year and then it's like, who fucking knows? But like, yeah. you know, cause again, like we've, we're famous. Like I would love to t- give you some sort of a, like, Oh, we'll put it out in the next two years. But like, I don't know, man. I yeah. can't, I couldn't. To you. See like, at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, like we've said that before. And you know, I just don't want to be one of those. I don't want to, I don't want to be CD project red with cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, yeah. I want to be rushing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be rushing something out there that sucks because yeah. we said we'd put it out at a certain time. Yeah. You know, that, that said, Cyberpunk doesn't suck. I finished it. <laughs> it's good. But, uh, but unfinished. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Probably in the next couple of years. I, I would say, like, look look for stuff in the next couple of years. We also have, like, of course, just in classic fashion, we, like, also started, like, a side project um with the same people it's like murderland doing a completely different thing as like a different sort of a band okay. so look out for that again that's two early days to even really yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. like but and it may never even see the light of day but but uh well it's got me excited man i'm, I'm looking but we're goofing to it. on other things and and yeah so we, i mean we just like we, we just ultimately we like enjoy writing songs and playing music sure. together. yeah but we're just gonna keep doing it you know like and uh yeah man. And, well, I love it, we'll man. Put it out there. I love but it. Keep
0: you. up the good work cuz it's uh like I said I'm a huge fan now. I'm I'm a new fan within the last month, but like you know, 3 weeks to a month, but it you guys are quickly becoming my fate one of my favorite bands for sure. Thank you, man. That
2: that means you know? so much. Like honestly like, you know, I mean it's all a goof and and we don't, you know, we're obviously it's not like our careers or anything or Murderland. like we do we don't it's it's all for fun, but it really is huge. Like that's like it makes it all worth it Absolutely. With, like Absolutely. You know, to, to know that somebody's listening and Giving a shit and like is enjoying it. Just like oh. that's like that's that's what makes it. It makes it all worth it. Like as cheesy yeah. as that may sound.
0: No, it's it's when I leave work, you no, know, does, some. Because otherwise, we're just
2: jerking each other off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some days when I leave work, man, that's like I look so forward to just putting on the albums and just driving. Oh man, that
1: yeah. that see that
2: that's amazing. That's yeah, really yeah, amazing. That yeah makes, it makes warms my heart. It warms my cold murderous <laughs> heart, and. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, like, like, we'll get you hooked up with the merch. Like, let me, let me talk to Tony. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. After. And, I don't uh, want you to go
0: away just yet. Cause we're going yeah, to talk okay, about cool. that after, but, um, uh, I just I want to say I wish you guys all the all the success in the world. Yourself and Polly. Thank I you mean man. you know I'm a huge Bomb Pops fan and we've already talked about that but uh, you know make sure you pass along to her that I'm really looking forward to them coming back through Canada. I can't wait to see them play live. I'm Absolutely happy, you know, and
2: they happy. will. They've got stuff already in yeah. the works. So That's
0: I wish fair. you guys all the success in the world you know in music and in general. I want you guys to have a, a great life. <laughs> Thanks and, man. And I hope maybe one day we can do a part two because it sounds like we hit it off oh, pretty man. good here. If you're Absolutely. into it we can schedule something in the f- near future for another part two. I'm down. I'm um, super down. Okay. I still feel like we could go on for another three hours. We easily could. We've been on two, <laughs> two hours and 30 minutes now. We could easily talk wow. for two hours and 30 minutes. Tell everyone where they can find the Murderland stuff.
2: Uh, Murderland is available on all your streaming uh, things, I believe. You get it on Apple Music. You get it on Spotify. Uh, we, have a, uh, we have a band camp. Um that you can go listen to everything I think for free. I'm not sure. Can you listen to it for free? You on do it for free. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So still so go listen to it for free. Um, and like if you want to download shit, that's awesome. Or buy it. That's that's super cool. But just listen to it. You can on YouTube, you can look us up on YouTube for the videos. Um, we got a couple videos floating around out there and a bunch of like um, live footage of uh varying quality <laughs> but uh, there's this one show you can find if you if you search it up there's like this show that we had professionally oh yeah videotaped at the at the the knitting factory years ago and oh, okay. that's a good that's sort of a good like snapshot of like when we still had blood coming out of our faces oh and really doing that kind of stuff yeah so that's a fun one um and it looks good it doesn't sound great but it looks good because they've shot it we had a film crew come and shoot it but yeah so youtube the usual places Bandcamp. Um, I think, yeah, I think we still have a Facebook. I don't know. I don't go yeah. on Facebook. Um, your Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. That'll link to everything. Probably, we never, right? I never update it, but somebody nope. does. I think, um, <laughs> I'm terrible about all that, but, but yeah, man, just everybody, uh, or, you know, like your local, uh, podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can find us on uh, I have to ask podcast. Nice. I got to ask. <laughs> I gotta ask. Fuck, I'm sorry. I fucking. Fuck no that problem. I, up. Ask I gotta you, ask.
0: I can ask you to record a promo after we're done. So I hope. Yeah, you're, absolutely. I'll, <laughs> I won't fuck up the name. <laughs> well, I could do
2: I could do an alternate. I could do it anybody, anybody you want
0: uh all right man i think that's a good place to end it
2: uh unless you have anything else you want to add before <laughs> this, we this week off. on chapo trap house you know <laughs> mike murder no just kidding um yeah no i'm good man I, th- thanks for having me
0: yeah and thanks yeah, for let's, being let's, here again man no, let's do it again sometime absolutely absolutely anytime you want anytime you want. we will schedule something for sure in the near don't future say minute. that because
2: i'll be calling you like every weekend hey what? you talk for another hour
0: let's <laughs> i would do that i know you're joking but i would do that <laughs> um, anyway guys thank you for tuning in to another episode of the i got asked podcast this is episode 16 uh or will be episode 16 when it drops so uh, sweet 16 sweet baby 16 so thank you guys so much for tuning in if you're new listeners uh awesome thank you uh continue to hopefully you continue to to uh, listen and share it around any way that you can. Returning listeners, I love you guys. Uh, All the engagements you've been giving me are are very positive. If you guys have any uh, feedback for the show, get at me at igapodcast at gmail.com. Let me know your comments there, or you can always like the uh, Facebook page or the Instagram page, all that kind of nice stuff. So thank you guys for being with us again,
1: and we will see you on the next one.